Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And... Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with fight for better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're Grapsody here to talk craps. Yeah, we're Grapsody here to talk craps. Yeah, we're Grapsody here to talk craps. Yeah, yeah, that's dope. That's I like that. I like that. <laughs> hey, and it's a little bit different here today. A lot a bit different here today. Welcome to Grapsody, by the way. I'm Will Washington alongside Mr. Philip Lindsay. Reporting live from St. Louis. We are in the building. We are in the building and like really in the building. I am right here in St. Louis. Uh, literally, I can see the arch right outside my window. And when I say right outside my window, I mean, hold up. I, I, I got to show this real quick. Look at this. this wow. Hold on. Look at this. Look at wow. this. Right <laughs> literally. I, I, I won't get up and show you guys the brick wall that my camera's facing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally right outside the window. You know, I think uh, if you looked really close, you could see Murphy Lee down there. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> yo, man, you are in yo. the blue for and, sure. And, and, and Righteous Reg is here too. Double R in the building. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Saturday morning. Your favorite writer, your favorite rapper, your favorite podcaster in the building. What's up, y'all? Like, this is crazy. We out here. The homies are in St. Louis. They about to watch the Royal Rumble. It's going down. Yeah, it's it's uh, we're here for the Royal Rumble. Uh, it's geez, I, their fever is in the air. Um, <laughs> so the hotel that I, I'm currently in, by the way, shout out to uh, to Hannah Moore um, <laughs> in that uh, she she picked me up from the airport, as, as we talked about last week. And she uh, um, did so without a goddamn coat. Uh, <laughs> where where is that child's coat? Because um, 
it is cold. It is biting cold. Because, like, here's the thing. I'm from Denver, right? So, uh, as you can see, repping my, my Denver uh, hoodie. Um, I'm from Denver. <laughs> it's cold in Denver. But it's like a dry cold, which is not the same as, as this shit, which is, uh, <laughs> um, which is just bitter. And, you know, we landed, and it's, uh, it was like 20 degrees, but it feels like a Denver, like, five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and of course she shows up with, in a sleeveless shirt, um, just like you know, what? you know, in and Illinois, not, it's fine. Not just a sleeveless shirt. She's got like a tank top, tank top midriff is showing. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, what are you top. doing, man? <laughs> Come on, guys, it's cold outside. People are like blizzarded into their houses, and she's just like, yeah, yeah no, give me a tank top. We out here. Yeah, no, I, I got uh, I wear, wore my big ass winter coat. I'm in a hoodie right now. It is cold, uh, but I will say that the the fever is in the air here in St. Louis. Uh, here at uh, the hotel I'm currently staying at is, of course, where uh, most of the WWE talent is. Oh, have and... you seen Brandy and Cody there yet? <laughs> <laughs> when he sneak peeks, did you see Brandy walking around? I don't know, you might have seen something. Will, you be seeing some stuff out there. We know, we have confirmed that you'd be seeing some stuff. I mean, here's the thing. Like, uh, I think if you've never been in a... Um, you know, a lot of people came down on CM Punk's tweet a couple of weeks ago, right, about bothering wrestlers. Uh, if you've – and people are like, well, you can't just be nice to somebody who who's approaching you. And I thought, you have to see it from this perspective, yeah. uh, especially at a major event like this at the Royal Rumble. There are fans with just merchandise just, mm-hmm. like, lined up mm-hmm. outside the hotel just waiting for anybody to walk out and it's like insane they they are they're here they're they're ready to to mob anybody who walks out and i've seen a couple of wrestlers already i've seen a couple of people um some who haven't been announced for the rumble by the way but um they (laughs) just say it no no (laughs) yeah i don't want to spoil it either i want to see it live in action when cody comes out and wins the royal rumble tonight it's gonna be dope i can't believe it hit some hit some with that crossroads yeah yeah be shaking his boot actually i want him to face brock lesnar at wrestlemania (laughs) cody and brock lesnar is gonna be dope but uh this is a really special episode of grapsody because not only are we in st louis not only are we here for the Royal Rumble, but uh, on the other side of things, we also have a really, really special guest here, um, and I'm sure people have uh, already noticed because uh, there's a, it says it if you're looking at the uh, at the the YouTube, um, and it was just tweeted. But you know what? I'm gonna still keep coy about it, even right here until it? until it's time. Until it's Ooh. time. Ooh. We have no idea. This is a special guest. Yeah, it's no, a super real special, insanely this is a special. Real. I can't believe this. I'm gonna try to put words together. <laughs> try to be a, a professional here because, like, yo, yeah, we're gonna it, be. It's gonna be like in that, <laughs> that uh, when Charlie Murphy was describing Rick James. He's like Rick James shows, and there was just an aura around Rick James. That's how it's gonna be. Very soon, <laughs> there's gonna be an aura around this person. So, yeah, try to get it together. It's gonna be great here. But yeah, even still, with this being a Saturday, with this being Grapsity, uh, still want everybody to know that this is a show where we do read your live 
super chats. Um, I don't have access to the Humper chats at the moment because I am not in my home setup. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to read your super chats, though, uh, guaranteed. Uh, we've got a few. Let's see. We got Matt who said, good afternoon, guys. Very excited for Rumble Saw before the culture announcement by GCW. Oh, uh, so who's going to have a great show? See y'all in Dallas. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Uh, so who's going have a great show? Um, I, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where it happens every year, right? Where I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm going to go to Mania. I'm not going to do Mania weekend. And then more stuff keeps getting announced. And I'm like, yeah. like I don't know if I want to miss for the culture. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I might be there. Son of a bitch. I hate that they announced it. I hate that they're going to keep announcing cool matches. I know they're going to do something. Like, as soon as they announce the first match, I'm there. So, yeah, I'm there. You're going to see me there for the culture, front row, dancing, hopefully, with two Cold Scorpio for the second year in a row. I really just hope <laughs> that's what's going on here because that was it. Like I said, last year, best show I've ever been to, so I have to do it again. There's no way I can miss it. Even if I just go for this one show, I'm, I'll be good. Yeah, no way you can miss that. And sorry, I cut out there for a sec. Hotel Wi-Fi. Uh, so, oh, um, road game performances are tough, man. Damn, <laughs> I'm saying. And speaking of which, Van Twinblade uh, says that hotel is fancy. Also, go to Crown Candy. Don't know what that means. So, elaborate, sir. I'll keep reading. Um, I'll hit the Googles later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jay Shell asks, "Will you guys be eating beans at the show?" Come on, so, Jay so Shell. We should, we should stop and go get some uh, Boston baked beans. Jay Shell, come on, don't be. Come on, man, now with this little agenda that's been <laughs> thrown upon me since the beginning of this you, podcast. You. <laughs> we got uh, Wrestling While Black podcast. That's sending love and support from the Wrestling While Black podcast. Hey, sending love that. and support back. Appreciate you. Always appreciate you. Uh, Zach says, finally catching Grapsity live. I am moving from AZ to North Carolina. Uh, this will keep North me entertained Carolina. while I drive. <laughs> Love the content. Keep on keeping on. That's a hell of a drive. Uh, shout out it to is. Zach. Uh, Arizona, country. very hot to a very different place in North Carolina. I don't know if it's hot out there. But yeah. <laughs> That's hey, a Joel, thing. Shout out. Joel says, Will, I can grab them for you. Uh, talking about the Boston Baked Beans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joel? <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. As soon as this show is over, we got some, I feel like we got some St. Louis exploring to do. Like, mm-hmm. I am, I don't know. I've never been to St. Louis, right. ever. Nah, man. We, I'm going to uh, go and get a, a Phantom of the Opera mask and get the slow-mo joint jumping off. We're going to get the Midway <laughs> Swing, like, in the middle of a park somewhere. <laughs> it's the Midway Swing. Hey, it's the 618. <laughs> don't perpetrate. No, nah, I even saw the area code 618, and I'm like, man, I know enough rap songs to know where I am now. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. Myron. Myron says, is it me or does the Rumble feel like Super Bowl Sunday? There's so it much does. excitement throughout the day of the it event, really just does. like the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. honestly, I the Rumble to me is my top WWE event. It is the event mm-hmm. I look forward to more than anything. It I used agree. to be Mania. I feel like when Mania kind of became the part-timer show over the years, yes. the Rumble took over for me. Now, I'll mm-hmm. give credit to last year. Last year's Rumble um, really did focus on the, the roster they had. So that's not to say that it's that way now. Um, I don't know if this next one's going to be, but at least, uh, you know, the rumble for about. And this rumble is kind of heavy on the part timers, too. So it's kind of a 
But it's it's still a fun. It's still one of the most fun. It's events. always fun. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. always fun. Yeah. Uh, the the count counts like all of it. Uh, you know, I will say that uh, when I think about uh, the some of my favorite wrestling or WWE moments ever, a lot of them happened in Royal Rumbles. You know, I think that 2005 Rumble, and not just because Vince tore both his quads, although that's <laughs> hilarious. Um, I do think that that 2005 Rumble, just everything surrounding it with like Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle having their first confrontation, like literally yeah. ever, like right. that is such a dope moment. Like I only watched that Royal Rumble for that. I was like, I need that moment so bad, and it paid off. Yeah. And, uh, but then like Batista and John Cena, like both of them as the future, and then it coming down to those two. Just a great Royal Rumble. But then, like, 08 with Cena's return, uh, that's always still amazing to me. Um, and I always love 2000 just because the undercard's so fire. They have yeah. a tables match with the Hardys and the Dudleys. They have the Rumble's crazy. Uh, Kai and Taiki's riding out. Takamishinoku, like, bless his mouth. <laughs> it has the too cool moment. Yeah, the too cool moment. The Rock and Big Show at the end. Really great one. Yeah. Um, oh, one is really good too. Although, oh, mm-hmm. one, uh, I have a complaint about oh, one. I complained about this on Twitter, but for mm-hmm. you're not on Twitter, um, like I don't like the edit that currently exists on Peacock, and I don't know, did they like destroy the master? Because, uh, for whatever reason, they took out Austin's music, uh, mm-hmm. he had the disturbed theme at the time, and it's replaced yeah. with his, his more common theme. But the problem is, in wiping that theme out, they also wiped out the original crowd audio. So, like, wow. Austin got this, like, really organic pop at it's that Austin. event. Yeah. yeah. got And, like, when you watch it on Peacock, it just sounds like just, just generic crowd noise. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, you you ruined the uniqueness of that moment when Austin's music hits when it's 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, glass shatter. And it's like, it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound authentic. Uh, and I was a really big fan of the 2001 Rumble. So to me, it's just like not having that is is obnoxious. Um, and I don't know why. Uh, like there's other edits <laughs> in the Rumble, too, where there's this one moment. And I don't remember where. So pardon me. But um, I feel like there's a moment in the Rumble where there's like this really awkward jump cut where like there's stuff happening in the ring. And the screen just kind of like does this like 80s rotate. Um, and then like it like jumps like five minutes. And I'm not sure why the version on Peacock, which used to be on WWE Network, is not the original 2001 Rumble. And it's not like it's a rights thing. It can't be a rights thing with Austin's music because it's literally everywhere else on the network. It's not like it's cut out of any other pay-per-views. It's not like it's cut off of Raw or SmackDown, but just off of the 01 Rumble. I so feel wait, like it pauses and revolves around. Like, what do you mean? Like, There's a moment in the Rumble where... Something's happening. There's some action happening. And then there's just like the screen just kind of like does this rotation and like it's just jumped a couple of minutes and <laughs> that's it. Like on a cartoon? Yeah, it's weird. Go watch it. I swear to you, this is a real thing in the 2001 Royal Rumble. I don't know why that show is edited. You know what I pictured immediately when you said that was the Drew Hill video with them just jumping in the air and it freeze framing. Uh, uh, what video was that? That was uh, I know uh, the, you, you're everything. Uh, we mentioned, yeah, you right? are everything. A- everything that is you. Is yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I, I I couldn't remember the uh, the name of the song, but yeah, I remember that video because that was like right when the Matrix came out. Like everybody was trying to do that effect. Mm-hmm. It's Cisco jumping in the air, rotates. Because I mean, of course, Daddy, Cisco would do it. 
Because uh, what Puff Daddy had the PE two thousand that same year, oh, and God. <laughs> that big dance that he does, yeah, yeah, TRL or so. I remember he made it like a big moment. He's like, "Yo, there's gonna be this video is gonna be huge," and then at one point, I'm gonna be getting off, and it's like, "Yo, relax, bro. <laughs> you were okay doing all them damn '80s moves, bro. It's two thousand one at this point, two thousand two, yeah. whatever year it was, yeah. you know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you suckers. Lot. Yep. Um, anyway, I <laughs> shout out to Drew Hill, though, man. Yeah, they, they are R and B legends. Oh, no, did we lose the? Oh, we lose the dub. Damn, it's that damn waf- that damn hotel Wi Fi. It's crazy out here. I can't believe what happened. Shout out to William Washington, who is back. Yes, uh, hotels. Damn it. Man, hotels. All right. Yo, uh, it's a ho- tell the hotel it's an important one today. We, we can't be leaving and yeah. coming back like that. All right. We got some more Super Chats, though. We got uh, MJ Johnson says, Seth was wilding last night. Uh, Van Twinblade says, Crown Candy is a place in, no- in the North City. Um, one pound BLT and shakes in those old school big ass metal cups. Okay. Ah. Some treats. Uh, Jay Shell says, uh, "Y'all think Tasha is taking that belt off Mickey? That'd be cool." I, absolute, I absolutely think Tasha's taking that belt. I love Tasha walking around with the Ultimate X still and talking trash. Love it. So good. It's perfect. Yeah, with the Ultimate X win and how they've been setting her up, how they've been positioning her, seems like the wind is coming definitely. And Mickey, she wants to do this. You know, she wants to put some new talent over. She always wants to help, and like this is the perfect time for her. <laughs> Uh, I will say I am at a point where I have impact successfully back in my life because uh, DirecTV jacked up the prices again on uh, DirecTV Stream, which is what I use for my cable service. Mm-hmm. Um, and to as a consolation to people who signed up for this service back when it launched at twenty nine dollars, and now they're like, "Hey, we jacked it up again. It's now ninety dollars." Oh, and uh, so they're like, "Okay." We're at least going to give you unlimited DVR, uh, and that's that's a huge difference, right? Because DVR before only held like twenty hours, and now it's unlimited. So now I'm not picky about what I record. So I was like, you know what? Impact. It's time to put Impact back on the DVR. Shout out Impact. They so, just had the Bullet Club just they shining did. out there hey. out there a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, let's see. John says, "Hey guys, hope." everyone as well how great was the ladder match with cody and sammy the cutter spot was one of the most amazing ladder spots i've seen you know i'm glad you brought that up because that brings us into grap city's today number five topic cody versus sammy in a ladder match yep on dynamite beach break this week um and we saw the two of them go Mm one-on-one in what I didn't realize at the time until I looked it up. I, actually, I didn't even have to look it up. I just went through my memory. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I didn't look that up. I can't pretend I did that. But uh, this was the first time that AEW had a singles ladder match. They've had a lot of ladder matches over the years. They've had uh, they've had a couple of tag team ladder matches, or maybe just the one. But then they had the uh, they've had the casino ladder matches. They've mm-hmm. had the face of the revolution ladder match. But as far as a one-on-one ladder match, AEW hadn't done it yet. Uh, And they did the first ever to determine the undisputed TNT champion, 
This was the first match of Dynamite too, right? The first match of the first Dynamite also. Like there's a lot of yeah. history with Cody and Sammy and this was starting the show again and boy, let me tell you, they went for it. Now, I I I have to say, you know, a lot of people wondered uh what moving to TBS for AEW is going to be. And I and uh it kind of went underreported until now that it turned out it was going to be massive for them because nobody was talking about how much people watch Big Bang Theory in syndication. <laughs> they were yeah, go figure. Big yeah. Bang Theory hangoff, which is huge because it's, Big Bang Theory is a giant show. No it matter how is. I had no idea that people were still watching it like that in syndication, right? But Me neither. But it is funny that AEW is now, like, they have an audience of millions of people who they can hook in those first couple of minutes. So like you see a crowd that could possibly cross over. Definitely. Yeah. If they're watching big bang theory. Yeah. And so you've seen over the last five weeks, how much the structure of dynamites kind of changed uh, since they moved to TBS. And that like, I feel like the biggest match they can put on now is absolutely first mm-hmm. uh, to hook those people. And then on top of that, they like, they shorten the theme song. The theme song is only 15 seconds now. Uh, <laughs> and um so like they jumped straight in and this week they were like you get no entrances you Mm -hmm. get nothing we are jumping straight in to cody versus sammy guevara so (laughs) i thought this was hilarious cody didn't get his entrance and so he basically stood on a turnbuckle the whole time with his arms up (laughs) grandstanding the whole time i was like cody is the best man (laughs) (laughs) he's like i'm not about to just be standing in the ring i'm leaving here with something Yep, and uh, I thought they they delivered. I was I, I said on Twitter that I felt like the singles ladder match has kind of become a bit of a lost art because um, ladder matches are typically known for a lot of big spots, um, and the the cool thing about the multi person ladder match is that you have the ability to just kind of go spot 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 and kind of alternate people out, whereas a singles ladder match requires a little bit more transition where you have to be able to to do some crazy spots, but also have the uh, the wrestlers um, kind of work them in and work them into the psychology of the match. And I Cody's just... not going to do spot, 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 spot. Also. Right. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, come on, yes. no way. He's going to build, build to every single big spot they have, and he did that. Yeah, I just, I forgot. Like I said, it's been a lost art. I, I, the one thing I did look up, was when the last time WWE on the main roster had a singles ladder match. And it's been two years. Um, really? Yeah, it, they haven't had a singles ladder match since Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, wow. So thinking about wow. who was even in it is now in the other company. Um, wow. That's how long it's been since WWE's had a singles ladder match. So, like, singles ladder matches are kind of a lost art. Um, now, granted, they've had them in NXT, so I, I don't want to take away from that. But as far as main roster yeah. in front of a crowd, um, it's been... A long time Mm -hmm. and but yeah i thought these two came through yeah the cutter spot is i've now probably seen it a hundred times probably the coolest thing i've ever seen uh insane yeah like what how timing both of them everything went right as as perfect as you can get it beautiful looking cutter from the top sammy did a springboard from the ropes to the ladder to cody 
cut her all the way down. Just beautiful. I mean, and then when you think about that spot, like every time I watch it, I think about how many things could have gone wrong with it mm-hmm. and didn't. So many things. Yeah, right. like a shout out to uh, Paul Turner, by the way, mm-hmm. who noticed as Cody was climbing the ladder that, hey, this ladder's wobbling a little bit. Right. And like the fact that he uh, reaches in and, and holds that ladder down. Right. Um, I mean, all the props in the world to to, to Paul Turner. Especially Honestly, after just seeing my shout out to my homie. I hate that it had to be like this, but AJ Gray wiped out. Ooh, AJ, oh my God. GCW show Bro. off the ladder. You know what I mean? So it's like Bro. doing that and then seeing <laughs> these guys do this. It's like, yo, you got to be careful out there, man. You got to be so careful. Man, I man, Cody Rhodes is very good at wrestling, guys. Um, <laughs> I know people want to hate him, but he's very good at wrestling. He um, is. If yeah. you watch that spot in slow mo and how he protected himself on that landing perfect. and then came up and sold it perfect, man, chef kiss. This guy's really, really good, guys. He and he run. doesn't do all of the you know spots and all of the flashy stuff, but he's just really good at timing. He's good at storytelling. And man, I know a lot of people don't want to admit it, but for the past two months, he's been putting on banger matches. Right. <laughs> and he is kind of like people we say that he's not flashy, but like he does like flaming table spots and he's he's on some wild shit. He's not just run of the mill. Cody it Cody knows what I think more than anything what an AEW crowd is gonna want. Cause he mm-hmm. always he knows exactly yeah. the points to hit, and when he hits them, they're big. And he did it here. This cutter spot's going to live on in infamy for yeah. the rest of AEW's existence. I mean, yeah, they're going to use that spot forever. To, as, yeah. as good as that looked, as uh, as clean as it looked, yeah. like there's no way. I hope uh, I hope they got some good cinematic camera angles of that because uh, I would use that forever. I would use it yeah. in the theme song, the the commercials, that little graphic they play right before the show starts, where it says. Dynamite coming up next on TBS. The only thing I put in that now is the Cody Sammy cutter <laughs> spot and nothing right. else. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be up there with Cody uh, doing the moonsault off the top of the cage. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's up there. Uh, yeah, and boy, speaking of high spots, Sammy, please be careful, man. Bro. <laughs> the way he hit that ladder looks that so nasty. Con, that oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's he, you. like... He did like, oh my goodness, bro! Come on, you got to be careful out there. I wonder yeah, what they're man. expecting the ladder to break, or I don't know what was going on there, but that looked like it hurt. I mean, well, that yeah, you know, typically in those spots, you know, WWE uses um, they like to use those balsa wood ladders that that break, um, yeah. you know, and they just paint them silver, so at least it looks like you know you just bent a metal ladder. But um, at least <laughs> there's do anything. <laughs> but like you know at least those letters have give right but like in this case that shit just he just bounced <laughs> he just bounced hitting that swanton and uh insanity that but then to top it all off you know the the way it ended uh, of course of okay oh there's a couple more things i want to talk about from this match um there were some ladder tropes that were very much avoided and I feel like this is one of the things where Cody is just smart about this kind of stuff. He thinks about it, and you can tell it bugs him when it's done. But this match did not have a slow climb ladder spot mm. without uh, damage having been done to the talent. You right. know, you, can just, you know when a match will start and like somebody will start climbing slowly, but it's like y'all just got out there. What the fuck mm-hmm. do you do? Right. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. like my least favorite thing when I go back and watch. 
uh, the Rock Triple H ladder match, which is still one of my favorite ladder matches singles. Yeah. But yeah, when uh, Rock just like starts climbing slowly, and it's like, why would you do that? Just like mm-hmm. run up yeah. there. Yeah, just run yeah. up there. Uh, but then like you know, as the wrestlers have taken damage throughout the match, that's where the climb should get slower. And I felt like they were really smart about that in this match. They avoided it a lot. Um, I didn't really feel like there was a slow climb spot at any point. Uh, and the ending, of course, with Sammy going for the belts, Cody, like one last grasp at them, and Sammy just hits him with the belt uh, from the uh, with one of the belts that's hanging. Sammy grabs him. Your undisputed TNT champion is Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, though, this was a great way to open the show. I was. Man, I thought that was an inventive finish, too. I've never really right. seen anybody do that. And I, when he did it, I was like, why has nobody ever thought to do that? <laughs> yeah, you know, Big Show and Cena did it in the Money in the Bank where he, like, banged. Um, but then uh, where he started hitting him with the Money in the Bank briefcase. And then, uh, as Cena has told, the Money in the Bank accidentally broke. So that was that turned out to be how he retrieved the briefcase. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, this was this match was really dope though. At one point, Cody hit the big crossroads off the yeah, and Sammy took that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, a little. I mean, Sammy is scary. I Sammy scares the hell ma- out of me. <laughs> watching this match, uh, Sammy Guevara gives me really big Paul London vibes. I was like, Sammy Guevara might be the new Paul London because every time they have these <laughs> matches, it's like Paul London's favorite. The people's favorite champ for Paul London was "Please Don't Die," and that's how I feel for him. every time Sammy goes to do something. I'm like, "Yo, be careful out there, man!" Be he's, careful. He walks the line so fine yeah. with all these spots, and I love it. It's great. It's great television. Yeah, this match was like, amazing. All these spots were crazy. They went for it. Yeah, like just remind <laughs> me, like for sure, that that Darby match where they were just going crazy in that match. I'm like, guys, please, please don't show yourself in this <laughs> yeah. match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and let's read some of the uh, the super chats as far as all that is concerned. Um, let's see. Rich Lada says, uh, "Big Rich. shout out, my dudes. Uh, make Rich. sure y'all show up with backward jerseys on in the loop." I'm uh, saying, <laughs> Rich, hold it together around Jade. What yeah, could he possibly to. mean by that? Um, and we got Deontay says, uh, "Oh, look how we split the picture now." <laughs> um, <laughs> Says, yo, always good to see y'all. As usual, spreading love for the fam. And I changed oh, my pick so Reg knows and has proof I'm black. In all seriousness, y'all are the best thing of Saturdays. Oh, y'all man. be easy. Hey, man. Shut up, man. One of, the, one of our best commenters, man. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> from, the from the beginning. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken says, uh, Reg jests. But Cody showing up and winning would probably be more interesting than what it seems like they have in place for both Rumbles. Bro. I don't know. I mean, I am very interested in everything that's happening with the. This the Rumble. ain't no jest. This is real. Cody <laughs> Cody Rhodes is a free agent. <laughs> Give him the bag, Vince Vincent Kennedy. Man, just come on. We just need a moment. Imagine this moment, bro. Cody Rhodes, ding ding ding, he comes out with this red and white and blue fucking bullshit <laughs> gear. He's got to come out to his, his thing. Like, I'm yeah. saying fires going off and everything. <laughs> triple, they shoot to a shot of Triple H at home and he's pissed. He's just so mad at him. <laughs> and then it goes right back to Cody at the Royal Rumble. Dun, dun, dun. He walks to the ring and then he throws everybody out of the ring and he wins. It's simple as that. Triple H just flipping over his table. Yeah, they just shoot the Triple H at home and he just, oh, motherfucker, he just throwing stuff, smashing things. Come on, imagine that moment. It'd be great. Uh, 
Uh, man, Aiden says, uh, <laughs> love the show, guys. I look forward to it every week. But I really just want my name read on the same show as Jade Cargill. I mean, that's a flex. I, 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 I see you, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carlos funny. says, you can find Grapsody in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Air does. Force One's up. You both of y'all better have Air Force One's on right now. No, I got it's too cold I, for one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I, I made a mistake. I I brought my uh I'm wearing my Chucks at the moment. Oh, and I made bro. it I know. And here's the thing. I Ooh. made it halfway through the airport and I'm like, why did I do this? He's like, my toes nah, are to be I, cold. I got I got on boots there. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um and hannah's not in the room anymore although if you saw me look behind me that's because she she did walk by mm-hmm. um but she's off having breakfast with uh sean ross Sapp. but i will say yeah, I, asked SRS. The, I will say i and props to srs by the way he got props from cody Co- cody gave him his uh his due on the sean story ross, that sean ross story i love yeah <laughs> <laughs> that uh journalists yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i asked the wrong person for advice because i was like i i dm'd hannah and i'm like hey should i bring my boots because i feel like it's like boots weather and she's like nah you're good wrong you should have asked me yeah, don't don't, don't. You why are you asking it? white people they don't get cold uh, <laughs> yeah. she probably got some crocs on right now <laughs> <laughs> uh Crazy so you hadn't landed yet so i'm like packing and i'm like okay what uh, what should i bring do i bring boots do i just bring my sneaks and i was like you know what i'll just i'll wear it. and these are like brand new chucks anyway um but i don't know they about to crack in half out there <laughs> <laughs> Yo. cold ass feet yeah jester design says impact is the real forbidden door and the place to be for women's wrestling when it comes to women's wrestling no one does it better than impact wrestling seriously they, they are killing it with women's wrestling mm-hmm. right now. I, i'm happy to see them you know they've got some some tour dates coming up uh because really what i want to see for impact is you know i don't need to see the, you know the aew wwe type arenas yeah. um for them i know that that's it's just not, not in, yeah. It's just not in the cards for them, no. um, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be, but I do want to see them in some settings outside of uh, what we see on TV. Yeah, what presented we every week. Yeah, yes. yeah. We Definitely. need to get out of that uh, set mm-hmm. they're in because it's yeah. yes. very old. Um, it is, but yeah, I I do really like what they're doing with the knockouts. Got Giselle Shaw coming. Ooh. Really excited about that. Cooking. And Tasha's about to win the the women's championship. For sure, that's about to be, win that title. That's going to be so fire, man. She's going to be a great champion. <laughs> she can talk. She can go, as we all can see. So, like, she has the total package, man. And, like, this is going to be a big moment for her. She's been an impact busting her ass for a couple years now. She had the tag team with Tasha. No, she had the tag team with Kier Hogan, sorry. <laughs> and they were fire and flavor. They were a great tag team. Had a great run as impact women's tag champions. And she's worked hard to get to this moment. So for her to get to this, and it's going to be with Mickey, like all the elements are there for her to just have a great moment. So this is dope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got uh, Chris says, uh, Seth definitely made this match between him and Roman interesting. Glad I'll be there to see it live. I'm excited Amen. to see that one live too. I run, agree, run, yeah. Run, run, run the tape. I told you. Yeah. Run the you tape. You know what the, um, speaking of which, uh, I got off the plane uh, today landing here in St. Louis and there was another guy on the plane who was coming for the Royal Rumble um, and 
I, I love talking to wrestling fans in uh, like just meeting random wrestling fans, just talking to them. And he and I walked through the airport and we talked pretty much about the rumble the whole way down and talked about a lot of things. Just talked about wrestling in general. Um, he's a big fan, but it was a reminder of something that we've talked about before. Not a whole lot on this show, but we've had private conversations about uh, and talking about the fact that how much um, Twitter does not represent mm-hmm. the general wrestling fan. Right. Because right. uh, the, the one thing was um, this was a uh, this was a black male because um, that's you. I, I don't important. know. Yeah. Well, mainly because I don't I, I don't know. I can start conversations with random white people, but it's not as easy as starting conversations <laughs> with random black people. Okay. No, but no, no, I totally understand. I, I think you have to be black to understand that it's kind of a, a thing where we see each other. I can see a black person from like, like a mile away and we'll catch eye contact and they'll be like, yo, what's up? Stuff, yeah you know yeah exactly and that's kind of how this was and so but we're walking but like to get the badu was like not on twitter at all he, he even mentioned he's like oh yeah like, what's twitter, twitter? <laughs> yeah he's like, he was like uh he said i didn't use twitter in years he's like i'm mostly on instagram and tiktok and i'm like okay um that makes sense um that's that's most people these days uh and i guess it was just interesting how uh you know we've talked about like the jay lethal stuff right and how mm. um everybody on twitter was was you know, hey, we don't want to see Jay Lethal, but the moment he showed up in the arena and uh, was at Norfolk, Virginia, had that match with Sammy Guevara, crowd was all behind him. And it was a reminder of, you know, Twitter is a drop in the bucket. Uh, and um, just some of the things that he was talking about, it just reminded me that, um, you know, he, he was he's excited for this event, but he's also like, he, he was telling me he's a big AEW fan and uh, like big AEW fan. Had no idea about the Tony Khan tweet. Not like really any idea. Like that oh, wow. did not make it outside of Twitter circles. Like it is really, really interesting. Really. Um, wow. So, uh, so I just I thought it was all interesting, and uh, just I had a good conversation with him. Um, and by the end, it just gave me kind of a vibe of like uh, a lot of this it, is some bullshit. Well, a lot of the conversations that take place, like normal people just aren't having um and he it, uh, he was just telling me how much he's looking forward to the rumble and how he can't wait to go to his first AEW show because he's like you know i love AEW storylines and the AEW has some of my favorite wrestlers but uh he's like i had to go to the rumble can't miss the rumble um and uh basically saying and, this show's trash and but, it, like, but he, well, he, well, he was saying the thing he, he's he was like the thing i'm flying in for is uh, he was like, I want to see Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's what I'm here for. That's what I flew in for. Uh, and he was like, I've been waiting on this match for 17 years since 2005. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's the match I wanted to see. He was like, I wanted to see it when Brock showed up. Uh, or when Bobby first showed up. He was like, all I could think about is can't wait till Brock comes back. And he's like, who knew that Brock wasn't going to come back for however many years. <laughs> but, yeah. man, but super excited for that match, man. Yeah. That's, super that's happy awesome for Bobby. Story. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was it was all really interesting. Um, I want to read a couple more super chats. That match, oh my god, I keep forgetting that match is happening today. I interviewed Bobby Lashley, and he all he he's wanted this match like this. When they talk about it on TV, when they do these video packages, when they do that's all real, all one hundred percent real. Every interview he does where he talks about Brock Lesnar, this is real. He wants this match so Ooh. bad. He's been counting down on Twitter 
to the minutes. He's like, in this many minutes, in this many hours, like he wants it so bad. This is yeah, such I mean, a he, great he was, thing for him. He talked about it when he was in Impact, right? Like he mm-hmm. he mentioned he that wants this match. He, he wanted never, this match. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm happy him. for him for sure, man. And mm-hmm. by the way, that video package they put out this week for Bobby was fire. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. 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 I. Uh, well, I, we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. the Rumble topic. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, we have Carlos says, I saw people on my feed who have nothing to do with wrestling uh, sharing that cutter and talking about how nuts of a spot it was. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I sent it to a friend of mine who stopped watching wrestling in like 2004. Uh, but, wow. you know, his favorite act in pro wrestling ever was the Hardys. And, uh, you know, he was a big like TLC guy and you know we watched WrestleMania 17 together and uh so I sent it to him just as a like hey remember that spot in WrestleMania 17 with the uh Edge spearing Jeff off the ladder and I was like I think there's a spot that's up there and he was like oh my god that was like incredible um let's see he Orion Ben says uh Cody Sammy reminded me of Triple H words after the first takeover before wrestlemania i told you go out and have fun not steal the damn show how are we following that i mean hey honestly that's what AEW does come on brian danielson is in the first match all the time that's i mean just how they do the show so, so is adam cole yeah so and, and look cole. man we're in big bang theory era now i think this is what we can <laughs> call this era. Theory era. Shoot it. Yeah, uh, i mean honestly you want to hook fans you want to hook people who could potentially be watching for the first time right you gotta they do it need first. To look, look, you gotta I go on first. Ring that. But as soon as Big Bang there, as soon as Sheldon's like Bazinga and the show's over, as soon as we it switches over, it'd be like <laughs> ding ding ding, and the match would be going. I'm telling you, like let's go. As soon as it switches over, ding ding ding. You know all these wrestlers already. Let's go. It's on fire. It's <laughs> zero to one hundred right after the last Bazinga. So that's how AEW sells, right? Like AEW's approach is hook people with wrestling, and we've seen mm-hmm. it works, right? Like. um We've seen that you we you've seen the quarter hour uh, that Brandon Thurston publishes for these for this particular match, and uh, you saw that they grew throughout the match. So like it is, uh, and then the same thing happened with the the hour long Brian and uh, Hangman, right? Like mm-hmm. it grew throughout, and so AEW has an approach of hook people with wrestling. You know, WWE's approach isn't quite that. WWE's no. approach, and, and it's not to say that there's a wrong way to do it, because um, it, it's it's the way that <laughs> WWE does it. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I know y'all like, going to the show today and y'all got to be liberal. I don't. WWE, that shit's trash. They're probably going to squash Bobby Lashley in 13 seconds. They're going to have Ronda, Ronda Rousey's 1,000% winning this thing. Please, like I said on Twitter, everybody hoping for this great Bianca Belair, Naomi moments. Stop hoping hey, that, hey, that's, that's disappointed why tonight. That's why I posted the uh, the Dolby Menace clip. The give up hope. I'm Dreams saying. off for of suckers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Give it up. Turn them off. <laughs> turn them off. <laughs> turn them off. <laughs> turn off the lights. I said turn them off. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Bam says, awesome interviewing goddess Jade Cargill. Huh, who's doing that? That's crazy. I haven't um, interviewed Jade Cargill. Not yeah. Me. Uh, Juan says, uh, Red shows violence today with the Cody booking. That's just normal, man. Cody Rhodes, come on. It, if it happens, it's going to be fire. Uh, did you see Cody's IG? I haven't yet. Uh, so it. this is going to be, uh, I guess, breaking to me on the show. So let's uh, open up um, the American Nightmare. 
Uh, oh, no, what is this? It's American Nightmare Cody, right? All right. Uh, uh, what? Always welcoming me home. <laughs> Cody's funny. Just... I see that he, like, with the Twitter, the Twitter's still attached to, the Twitter's now attached to AW Community Outreach. Mm-hmm. But, like, after the ladder match, he was just, like, tweeting. He was, like, retweeting as if it's just Cody Rhodes. So, like, everybody being like, <laughs> great ladder match, Cody. Great this and great this. It's just all those retweets. But it's coming from that. It says AEW Community Outreach. So it's just really funny yeah, to see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's how the um, the the AEW album uh, got announced, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was announced from the Community Outreach account. But the, uh, the handle on that is still Cody Rhodes, right? right. So, like, that got announced. <laughs> And <laughs> come on, man. People are just like, say, oh. <laughs> come on. Oh, man. So uh, funny. So, Hannah, who is somewhere in the vicinity, um, in this hotel building, um, said, Fashion over function. I agree. Except for Some... when it comes to Crocs, because those are just for function. Those are not for fashion. Stop it. Uh, let's see. It's all somebody said. Will looks intimidating from this angle. Look, I mean, it, it's I, I could try to get like at my normal angle because normally my camera shoots more. Nah, don't be laying on, down. That's gonna be weird. Jay I know, pops right? on and you're <laughs> laying down. She's like, "What kind of a show is this?" Bro? <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers in a hotel yeah. room. One of them's laying down. <laughs> Two brothers. <laughs> Man, we got room keys. Yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel says in St. Louis, and I'm ready for tonight. This is the first year I have no idea who is going to win either Rumble. Thank you guys for all that you do. Appreciate uh, it. Says, we talked about Mickey. She's going to be in the Rumble, too. There's so many crazy elements going on. Today. There is. Uh, I. You know what, though? Hearing hardcore country on WWE television is going to be That's something. That's crazy. That is yeah. going to blow my mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say that. She better come I, out with that title, too, man. She has to. It has to be the whole thing. <laughs> but I swear to you, the first time, I remember I was at uh, a Raw in 2008, and it was before he had debuted on TV. But uh, R-Truth um, comes out. And, of course, uh, for people who aren't aware, because you may be younger, may not have been watching back then, R-Truth's music, of course, is What's Up. Um, he brought that music from Impact. He had that music in TNA. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not even like he redid it for WWE. I mean, he brought the actual song. Like, like, it's it's remastered, but it's the same vocals. He used What's Up in uh, TNA. And so... That's crazy. Has there been any... I, there's no wrestler in history that has just crossed over music. a theme song all the way 100% no changes. I know, yeah. and he, That's history. Uh, and so I remember I was at this show and R-Truth works a dark match and that music hits and I fucking lost it, right? And like uh, I was with my friend um, with Theron Reynolds and we're sitting there and of course we watched Impact so he's coming out and doing the people over there, what's up? If you feel me, stand up and say, what's up? What's up? And me and T are like, what's up? But nobody Mm -hmm. else knew that song, right? Mm Because nobody else is watching TNA. And they're like, what's wrong with you people? What's up? Like, this is... This is what, what's, what's wrong with you people? What's what? Yo, no, he's saying what's up. What's up, you guys? What oh, yeah. is up? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what Ryan Killings does. Man. And uh, so, yeah, I remember it blew my mind, though. And now 
we're going to hear hardcore country on WWE television. That's going to be something. Hey, man. Full circle, bro. Yeah. Myron says, Impact killing it with women as always, but they got to improve their weak world title picture. Yes, they do. The world title picture is not the best. I agree. (laughs) Get get that title on my man, Chris Bay, man. Come on. Right. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not interested in Moose and W. Mm -hmm. Morrissey. I'm just not really. (laughs) Max says, kind of hoping that train stops working in Brooklyn due to the storm so I can stay home and watch Royal Rumble tonight live instead of at 5 a.m. tomorrow. The hey, elements, the elements guess, might help you out. The elements have been going ra- crazy this week. So Fingers crossed for you, Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on to the next topic because this one's a head-scratcher. Uh, it's been reported that Big E is possibly back on SmackDown. Uh, so, we let and I said possibly out. because if this is true i don't like being negative about much of anything but like i'm here to do it what the <laughs> fuck like, happened well, here biggie he okay what was this rain please just like explain everything that happened here to me because it seemed like this was just like a nice little pat on the back for biggie being in the wwe working busting his ass for so long but he got the championship and he lost almost every match lost his belt in some bullshit match that he wasn't even supposed to be in with brock lesnar but brock lesnar won so we're all like oh we're gonna fucking let it play out let it play out our favorite fucking thing to say there is no plan out they sent him back to the show he was on now he's back with the new day even though they were saying every interview that he did including the interview with me, he was saying, if it goes back, this is not a a knock on the new day. If I go back to the new day, that's a fucking downgrade. He said that in every interview that he did. So now look at him here on SmackDown, back with the new day, downgraded, never to see the WWE championship again. What's what's the other WWE WWE champion that they put straight back in the tag team champion in the tag team division? Yeah, so that's my my concern here is that if this is – now I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping that hey, I get surprised and he like wins the Royal Rumble still. Um, but I would be, I would, I, be I, I would love to still see that. But like, God, this is ringing so similar to Kofi, it right? Looks so it similar. looks similar. I mean, Losing to Brock Lesnar and then immediately going back into the new day with like, like it hasn't even been a month. That's the thing. I'm like, what happened here? So he yeah. lost the championship, and like so, my 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 boy Matt Galloway, my former co-host, pointed out. Um, he said he said it on Twitter. He's like, "Did you notice the way that Big E was pinned by Brock Lesnar, and they immediately go to the Brock Lesnar Bobby Lashley stare down?" He was like, "That's not a coincidence." He said, "That was them telling you Big E is not involved here anymore." He beat Kofi Kingston in nine seconds, and then he immediately had a stare off with Kane Velasquez. It was the right same. I the said that that night. It was right so crazy after the match. I said that that night that it was like they moved straight to the next feud. And when mm-hmm. I said that, people were like, "Well, you don't know what's going on." I was like, "They told you what the next feud is. They didn't yeah. make it seem like Big E was getting a rematch. They didn't show his reaction outside. That reaction of him sitting next to the ring. That's that was a, a candid shot. picture that yeah. we saw. Like." They didn't show that on TV? Nope. Um, yeah, it just it scares me, man. I mean, yes, Woods is hurt, but it also bothered me that he won King of the Ring and he was still doing tag matches. Like, he's King of the Ring. Give him an IC title match. Give him a world title feud. Well, Give him something. I, more so, he won the King of the Ring and then, like, you did not have to put him in that match with Roman. 
in no, any way, shape, or form. No, you didn't have to do no. that. You let Roman embarrass him too. It's Roman like, stepped on his crown like they were just clowning him. Like, what right, and, and I love, and, and it's not that I don't want to see the New Day together. The New Day is like my all-time favorite act. I love yeah. the New Day as a group. Love the New um, Day. But like, I want to see their individual success, and uh, I want to see it sustained in a way that, right. like, um, in a way that best example I can use, because it's not like WWE is, isn't familiar with this concept, but look at evolution. Evolution was a group. Evolution was a solid group. And everybody can still look back historically at evolution and feel pleased at what they got out of it as a group. But also what they were really good at was making sure that these guys all found their success individually and at no point did you ever feel like, uh, okay, Randy Orton, yeah, he had his little championship run. Now it's time to go back. Uh, oh, Batista, he has his little championship run. Now it's time to go back. Instead, it was like when they reunited, even in tw- 2007, they did a reunion three years later. It was like, look at all these guys now. Now they're all at the same level. Now these guys have all elevated to the next level. And then when they reunited again in 2014, it was like, this is not the same evolution that you saw 10 years ago. This is, uh, these guys are made. These are all stars. These are all legends. Yeah. These are all a bunch of bosses. It's a good way to look at it. Right. They've shown that they know how to do this. And like, for me, it's not that I need to see the new day breakup. I don't need to see that, but what uh, I could see them remaining intact forever. But what I would have liked to have seen with Kofi with big E is more of a, these guys all grew as individuals and still remained loyal to each other. That's mm-hmm. how I would have done it. Right. And uh, and it's like they did flashes of that. Kofi became WWE champion, but then as soon as he was done, they were like, all right, now you're back to the new day, mm-hmm. uh, doing what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. Um, Big E became WWE champion. And I thought at the very least, keeping him on a separate brand would mean that he's still tied to the new day, but he's going to get to do... Uh, more as a singles competitor and show his evolution as a performer. And so when he comes back to the New Day, it's like, hey, this is a different Biggie. We got superstar-made Biggie. Right. Same with Xavier Woods winning King of the Ring. And maybe uh, it's weird that, oddly enough, Xavier ha- has the best chance of getting to do that now. But yeah. I'm just... And I mean, we should be fair. Um, how much of him coming back to SmackDown is because Woods is hurt? Maybe he might not have came back to SmackDown if Woods didn't get hurt. But at the same time, I just want them to be consistent. If you give all of these other wrestlers the kind of runs where if they're done getting this one reign, they eventually get a rematch, do that for the boys too, man. Mm-hmm. Give that give that same energy to um, Big E and Kofi. If winning King of the Ring did what it did for guys like Brock Lesnar and Stone Cold, why isn't it doing the same thing for Woods? Right. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, easy as that. It's crazy out here. I can't believe it. Yeah, and so, and so the the concern I, I have here, it, actually, the I concern mean, yeah. that I mostly have with him moving to SmackDown is mainly just centered around the fact that uh, he lost the title, he didn't get any type of rematch claim to anything, and is just on the other brand now. And like, and and I, you know, I had to think about that, right? Because um, uh, Paul Griffin had asked me yesterday he's like wait is biggie back on smackdown before smackdown had aired and i was like nah they're just doing something for the rumble and mm-hmm. then uh, of course caleb braxton interviews him and caleb braxton says uh 
how do you feel with uh, Big E officially being back on SmackDown? And I'm like, ooh, WWE scripts every single word these people say. And that was sounded like deliberate wording. Yep. Let me hope that's wrong. And then they tweeted out Big E officially back on the blue brand. And I thought, oh, man. And then um, not only does this happen, then we have to see him wrestle fucking Madcap Moss on top of it. So. <laughs> and this is what he was doing when he left SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. uh, the, the stuff with Corbin? Awful. Remember stealing the money in the bank? This is all the stuff he was doing before. Awful. Like you, li- you really took him backwards. It's awful. I feel bad for Baron Corbin. Sounds wild, but they always, anytime they have him in a feud, it's like the feud's gonna be nine whole months, and they're gonna be, you're gonna be wrestling every show. It's like they burn his feuds to the ground. To the ground. Um. So yeah, I wanted to to take a couple more. Oh, somebody's got an alarm here in. Uh, here at this, uh, in the hotel, my bad y'all. Uh, and so we're going to get to a new entrance was coming in the Royal Rumble. Who is it? <laughs> 10, 9, 8. Count yes. On. Uh, and so, uh, we're going to take a couple of more questions and then, um, we, we have a special guest we're going to be getting to here shortly. Uh, but, uh, Orion Ben says, uh, said it earlier on Twitter, uh, hashtag Grapsity called it E buried for no reason. Like, I don't like to use, I don't like to throw the word buried around. Yeah. So I'm not going to say that just yet. Uh, but we've got Dante says evolution was also coincidentally a mystery. It was a mystery. Full of change that no one sees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, let's see what else we got here. That's- evolution. <laughs> Oh man, that song takes me back to high school. I'm saying things were weird. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Will went went all the way back. He connected all the way. He was like, yeah, yep. (laughs) Uh, waiting an absolute second. Oh yeah, we got to get your guys' rumble picks before we get into this. Who do you guys have winning the men's and the women's Royal Rumble tonight? Hmm. Um, man, I really feel like my prediction is Kevin Owens to win the men's Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, for the women, if Ronda's choice. in it, if Ronda's in it, I think Ronda's winning. Um, if Ronda's not in it, I really think Naomi's winning. Just the way that she won on Thursday and certain other stuff they set up, I could see Naomi winning. I liked it. Will Washington. Um. If Ronda's in it, she's winning for sure. That's just a given. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't see a scenario where they don't try to address what uh, the controversy of the ending of WrestleMania 35. Yep. Um, I just don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so. No way they wouldn't. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. considering Becky's champ now. Um, and then as far as the men's is concerned, um, like my gut says, Roman Reigns mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> wins it. Uh, I would like to see kind of an outside guy win it. Like, hey, if we're doing Seth Rollins win the universal title, uh, Kevin Owens. Yeah, Kevin Owens cool. makes Kevin Owens makes the most sense to me. Um, mm-hmm. If not Kevin Owens, I think AJ also makes sense. But I, I mm-hmm. think AJ is going to feud with Edge at WrestleMania. That's mm-hmm. my guess. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think 
of same thing. If Ronda Rousey's in this, she's winning. If Ronda Rousey's not in this, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. They just love giving accolades to Alexa Bliss, and I feel like winning Dora Rumble would be another one for her, so that's always in the running. Um, on the men's side, it's it's kind of up in the air. They have a couple of options of things that they could do. They'll probably go with the boring option. I said on Twitter that I think Roman's going to lose his belt in the beginning of the night and then win the match at the end of the night to set up the match with Brock Lesnar. Hey, like man. they have to give they ha- and, and again they like accolades and like Roman saying that he run the Royal Rumble. They just love to say that double R Roman Reigns Royal Rumble Righteous Reg. There's all these R's and stuff going on. So double R. That's just what it is. But uh, yeah, no. Hopefully, I think the same of uh, like a hope. Like I even. Uh, you guys said uh, Kevin Owens. That's even not really a big surprise because he's been with the WWE for a while. He's not like – it's not like – like I'm talking about somebody like uh, Angel Garza or something, like something <laughs> way – something like we <laughs> that, would never that would expect. Be. But, like, if they give it to a guy that, like, has already had 20 world championship matches, it's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you know what? I'm done talking about all of that for right now. All right. I just am because we got to move forward. Folks, we have a special guest joining us right now here on Grapsity. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, she is undefeated in AEW competition. She is on January 5th made history becoming the first ever TBS champion, and she is now currently the reigning and defending TBS champion, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jade Cargill. How are you guys doing? I I wanted to say I'm the first TBS champ. Let's get that shit. Wow, yes. First. first. Right, Will, come on. Get it right. (laughs) Nobody will take that from Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill, thank you for being here on Grapsity. So happy to have you here. So excited. For having me. Um, so, I, uh, first off, you're the first ever TBS champion. You won the tournament, um, started back in October, um, and you uh, made your way through uh, some some of AEW's toughest opponents that uh, that got you where you are now. You could be Thunder Rosa. Yes. Red you Velvet. You'd be Red Red Velvet. And then, yeah, to end it off, you'd be Ruby Solo. Yes, yes. How baby face, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they do? Like, they need to hate me. I just, I need the hate. I need the hate. Pour all the hate on me. I need it. <laughs> I saw you on Twitter. Oh, Will Washington dropped out. Home game, hey. Jade Cargill. Well, thank you for joining us today. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Blue Washington is back. Yeah, I'm yeah. back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hotel Wi-Fi. Hotel yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> Evan St. Louis right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, we have the first ever TBS champion. Jade, you know, with every match, people have been saying on Twitter that you have been improving tremendously with every single match, every single show that you've done. I want to first give out a couple of shout outs to a couple of people that have helped you train. So tell us a little bit about the people that help you up top because they have been doing some tremendous things. Well, QT Marshall at the Nightmare Factory, he is a tremendous help. He helps me with my timing. He helps me with, because there's a lot of dead points in between spots, obviously. And Mm -hmm. that comes with reps. And being that I've been literally baptized by fire, 
Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, matches with Shaq. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's the one that actually sits there and he talks me through things. We watch my matches. I literally take something from every one of my matches. I didn't work on the independent circuit. I didn't go to a school for about two, three years to be groomed before I was on TV. Like when I say I was baptized by fire, I literally was. Right. So he's one of my trainers that helps me to stay calm and collective in the ring. Being that I'm a previous athlete, I'm used to being in front of people and performing. That's easy. Um, mm -hmm. It comes from the heart and just being able to stay in the moment. Because prior to this, being an athlete, you know, I came in, I was like very cocky, very like, mm -hmm. you know, this is this, I can do this. But we like that too. Don't stop doing that. that. <laughs> but the moves are like not even... I mean, the moves are like 15% of everything. Mm -hmm. You have to breathe. You have to be in the moment. If anything happens, you have to listen to the audience. It's it's a lot. There's a lot of layers in wrestling that I'm learning. And another person that helps me out is Dustin Rhodes. He yes. is a tremendous trainer, too. He's over mm -hmm. at AEW. Obviously, these, people's come, these people come from years of experience. Right. And lately, I've been working with Brian Danielson. So. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Oh, my oh. goodness gracious. Yeah, wow. Great balls of fire. <laughs> 
I'm 10 months in and I'm working with the like legends, legends. Like I am forever floored. I am humble. Um, I'm grateful to work for these people that come with so much recognition and have put and contribute so much to the community of wrestling. So I'm, I'm thankful. I'm ready. I have the best coaches out here. I'm 10 months in. So the sky's the limit, baby. I wanted to ask you, because thinking about um, this first year and it just been the first year, you know, there's uh, you came in at an interesting time because you came in at a time where there were no fans yes. um, in the building. You, uh, the uh, Everything was taping at Daly's Place. Um, you had the wrestlers surrounding the ring to give you a little bit of that. But um, talk to me about how uh, how that has compared for you, that you got to come in um, to Daly's Place with uh, no fans and then making that transition halfway through the year to being in the arenas, getting to be traveling the country all of a sudden and uh, and performing in front of the fans. So I wouldn't say my first match, we actually had capacity. So we had wow. fans first match. Um, for me to be totally honest, performing in front of my peers probably is more nerve wracking than performing in front of an audience full of thousands and thousands of people. Being that I am new, wrestlers know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Fans know what to look for as well, but my peers know what to look for more so thoroughly than a fan. Right. So when I'm in front of thousands and thousands of people, it feels like home. Mm-hmm. When we're at dark in Orlando tapings, I feel like I can hear a, peer, a, a pin drop and I sit back and I, I'm like, there's something, something here, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But when I'm in front of thousands and thousands of people, I feel at home. I feel comfortable. I feel in my element. I'm used to that being an athlete. Um, I feel like I can just take it to the top notch with my character. Um, I love it. I love full audience. It's when the audience are like hundreds of people that I'm probably like, okay, all right. Like here, pin drop, what's going on? Because I'm still testing out what works and what doesn't work. Mm. Being that, like I said, I wasn't on the independent circuit. I don't, I don't have... I don't have the opportunity to see what works. I have to, everything has to work right now for me. I'm on national TV. Everything has to work. Um, and if it doesn't, like I said, I take it to the back. I talk to my coaches. I talk to people who want to see me do great. And I move forth and I figure out what can I do with, with whatever just happened. So it's, it's a difference. It's a difference, but I've always performed in front of an audience. I think smaller audience, if anything, make me feel some type of way, bigger audience. I love it. I feel like I'm embodying my my character and I just love it better than a smaller audience. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh well, one of the things I also wanted to to talk to you about was just a week ago, uh in Washington DC, uh you got to make a little bit of history because uh off the top of my head, five black women in the history of pro wrestling have gone on last main eventing a live television show period and five, those five those five and it has been sasha banks naomi yeah. bianca belair red velvet and now jade cargill uh talk to me about um that match with anna jay the main event of rampage live in washington dc last week so we didn't know <clears throat> until maybe early afternoon that we were main eventing. Main eventing. I think I seen it on social media, and I thought it was a joke at first. <laughs> so 
I sat back and I'm like, yeah, right. So I didn't believe it. I wrote QT and he said, yeah, you guys are main eventing. And which, you know, I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm excited. But, you know, it's a lot of pressure. Like, Mox is on the show. Like, Mox yeah. is on the show. You know, like, this is a big deal. This is his comeback match. So for him to, to not main event, we had to put on a show and we had to deliver. Anna is probably maybe less than a year ahead of me, you mm -hmm. know? So mm -hmm. being that we both have less than 100 matches under our belt, we had to deliver. And we were, more than anything, we were hungry. And we wanted to show people that we could do this and that mm -hmm. we're proud to be main event. And at the end of the day, we're representing this company individually, but it's a reflection on the women's division entirely. So we were ready to deliver. We were there to show people that we're here. And we were there to to show people what is up. Like, <laughs> I was excited. I, I was I was in the moment more than anything. I felt comfortable. I love what we were doing. The crowd was into us. I was watching in the back, looking at the crowd. They were feeling things that were going on. I was like, they're going to love me. I don't care. I love it. And if the crowd doesn't love me, I will right. talk to that's the difference. I talk to the crowd. I want to mm -hmm. see expressions in the crowd. I love working with the crowd. So even if they weren't all riled up, I was like, I got it. I'm going to talk to them. That's fine. That's fine. Like, I look for that one fan that's probably talking hella crap, and I just pinpoint on them the whole time. I don't know if you just took yeah. my mask last night. Yes, <laughs> we definitely saw that. Um, they cut yeah. it, man. <laughs> man I was I, sitting there talking to this fan for like, 10 seconds like i was like wait 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 we're not gonna do this you lucky i'm on tv right now so i can't say what i want to say <laughs> right. Get up. Right and, and we were just going back and forth to like, i don't like even in the entrance i kept on turning back and talking to him and telling him to suck it like all right cool suck Okay, that's great. Keep talking crap. That's fine. Bring it, bring it. I, I like when people tell me I can't. I like when people tell me, just try to put me down because all my life I prove people wrong. And I love it. I've always had, I've always been the underdog. I've always had a chip on my shoulder. And I love competition. And I yeah. want to like, get better. So that's what I'm here for. Um, I mean, you got like I said, I'm ten months in. You guys are gonna see some real movements within the next. Hey man, years. I, I do feel like that led to that iconic picture of you coming down the ramp and giving that guy with the sign the middle finger, um, just that same energy. And I mean, yeah. man, look, Ray came on our show with the shirt on. Like it feels like the confetti's <laughs> still on the shirt, man. Come on, man, got the championship belt. <laughs> That's great. That brings us into into uh, our next thing. Um, you're the TBS champion. You said you've been thrown in right into the fire. We've seen 26 matches all. We've seen every oh. one of your matches pretty much. How has the transition been from being brand new in the industry to being a champion, the world champion, defending your belt in 
essentially open challenges it looks like how has the transition been to being a champion you look great so like how has it been to being it um i would say i'm still fairly new mm -hmm. like let's be real 26 matches compared to my peers who've done 100 plus matches who've done right. this years and years and years i'm still new like mm -hmm. i don't take I don't take criticism when people tell me I'm green. That's fine. Right. That's great for somebody that's mm -hmm. so green and doing what I'm doing and put in the position I'm like put in. That's like thank you. That's fine. And I'm being compared to people who've been doing this for for so many years. Yeah. Like I don't take it. I am. I'm green like money. I bring the money into the <laughs> house. Like regardless, if somebody is watching TV at ten o'clock at night, just flipping through the channels. Let's be real. If they see my fine ass, they're going to stop. Hey, <laughs> talk it. Talk hey. your shit. <laughs> the facts are the facts. You know what they're going to do? They're going to see my handle on Instagram. After every one of my matches, my followers go up every single time. Whether that's you looking at how fine I am, whether that's you seeing me kill it on the map, whether what it is, I'm bringing in the money. Like, it's fine like mm -hmm. even if people talk crap about me good or bad that's publicity thank you keep bringing it that's fine keep me trending Facts. i could care less but i'm fairly new like mm -hmm. i'm still new i'm still learning on the job every match there's something new in my match that i've never i never knew before like my first time using a chair ever i took that back now i know what to do if i ever have a chair in my hand from here on out i know what to do from here on out Wow. So I've been putting some some rough and tough situations, but I thank Tony Khan for having the trust and belief in me because a lot of people wouldn't. And mm. at the end of the day, people are going to crap on me regardless because I am new and because right. I came literally out of nowhere. So that's fine. And I bring mm. on the hate. But um, I'm still new. Guys, talk to me when I ask you again. <laughs> 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 We can like rekindle this conversation and we can talk about how I feel then because I mean, I'm just running through girls left and right. I mean, I want, if you guys have anybody from the independent circuit that you think that I should be challenging next. Let's go. I am, man. I'm all competition. Have you ever heard of Trisha Dora, Miss Jade Cargill? I have. She has been at AEW Dark Tapings, I believe. So, great. <laughs> I see her I, in a magazine, I believe. So bring her on. I'm, I I'm think she'd be a great opponent for you. Or Willow Nightingale's also an I incredible talent. That yeah, come on. Such a nice girl. I bring her on too. Bring her on to that bubbly spirit. I'll bust that bubble too. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm down for the competition. I'm down to get better. I'm. That's what I'm here for. Hey, that's what I'm here for to compete. Jay, so, I want to ask you. As uh, as Grapsy's resident belt guy, um, <laughs> because I, I have to know th this, this is just my opinion. Yes. But between you and Britt Baker, you've got the better looking belt right now. She kind of does. I, 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 look I, how big that thing is, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. That thing clean. I'm, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I love my belt. Like, we get along fine. Like, everybody was talking crap. I'm like, man, this belt loves me. This belt. Like, I want both belts if I could. And maybe the Whoa, other. Hey. Them, but, like, 
Listen, this belt is built just for me. Look how big it is. I'm a big woman. Like, it's a big belt. Like, the other belt might look like, you know, a Def tiny... Sh definitely so China vibes with the big belt. <laughs> the big belt. The big belt. Yeah, go for it, Will. Oh, yeah, my bad. Um, so, of course, we talked about year one, which, like mm -hmm. I said, it's crazy that this is year one, that... Uh, you have completed the first year of AEW and barely even that because wait, I haven't even completed it yet. It it completes March third. That's my first match. Ah, yeah, that's true. Uh, it was the go home to Revolution, um, yeah. the Crossroads. Uh, I think was what that show was called. Um, but yeah, we're almost at the completion of year one, and you're already walking away a champion. What Rookie do you see for year two? It's a lot, man. I didn't hear what you said because I was like, give it, I was glowing. Like, which the fans voted, so they can mm -hmm. pay me that one, right? Right? Okay. Yeah. And, so, uh, so, I was just wondering, what do you see for year two? Um, Just getting better. Just getting better, getting my footing. Um, Maybe ending my matches even more earlier than what they are. You know, <laughs> um, because uh, time is money. So, uh, just getting warm, getting, I feel like now I'm getting more comfortable in the ring. I don't know if you noticed that more so in my matches lately, but um, I'm just starting to embody it. And I know holding a belt is a privilege. So for me to have this privilege, I have to step it up. I have to step it up and I know I have to step it up. And that's what I plan on doing. And with every match, I just want to get better and better and better. And I want my opponents to get better and better and better and have more knowledge and more wisdom and more experience. Like I'm just right now trying to get the experience in the ring. Year two, I want to go for the world title. Oh, and let's go. That's what we want. We want mm -hmm. some great storylines. We want some great feuds. You know, I want to have this open challenge and whoever wants to come and get that ass beat. I'm down for that as well. Hey. So year two is going to be another. I'm only getting better. Right. So let's be real. Year two is a year of Jade. Let's see how this goes. Right. So, so I, I I think it was AEW restricting you, unrestricting you on. And you were saying that you're not a top rope person. And but you'd be willing to try it. And that was one of the things I noticed in the title match when you won. You did go to do the top rope and then you were like now nah, let's maybe slide down to the middle rope on this first one <laughs> yeah um uh, it, do you like is that something else you're going to try to add to your repertoire later i can do it now i can do it <laughs> hey no hey. no seriously i can do front flips i can do all that stuff i can do all that stuff but for somebody in my stature and my size Right now, it just not it doesn't make sense for me to, to unload people with that right now. It makes no right. sense to go out there, break my back when I'm like scrapping girls in like two, three minutes. <laughs> so with the pay-per-view match, like that's when I unload all these tools that I have. There's no point, like I'm hella athletic, but yeah. what's the point of me hitting a, a, a flip on somebody or jumping off the top row on a girl that's like five foot, you know? Like, right. there's really no point. Right. So when it's time, you guys will see all that top rope stuff. I've been doing the top rope stuff. I can do all that stuff. It's just the time and place to do it. Right. Jay, so there's, a, there's something looming over your head. There's an entity. You've been in a little bit of a little bit of a Twitter beef with an entity. Brandy Rhodes. 
wants that belt, I think. I think Brandy Rhodes really wants that belt. You just seen that this morning. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy Rhodes has a lot to say about Jade Cargill. We saw a little bit of your guys' back and forth. If you watched a little bit of Rose to the Top, you guys yeah. have been in you guys have been in a little bit of things. How has what role has Brandy played, first of all, getting you to where you're at? And second of all, what's about to happen here? So very sensitive subject oh. because how she came at me um, like throughout my debut mm -hmm. that wasn't respectable at all I didn't like it at all but she came at me hot as fire that's fine mm -hmm. and I don't know if you noticed but I had a microphone in my hand the whole time she was talking yeah and the whole time in my mind as she was talking I was like bitch I will grab you <laughs> <laughs> and so but I'm gonna let you have your moment right now. You got it. Got it. You got mm -hmm. it. Undo this. You got it. And then she popped up pregnant. Right. So, with that being said, now that I have my opportunity and she's locked and loaded and ready to go and there's no excuses, like, I'm ready for this match. I'm mm -hmm. ready. One thing I know is Brandy is excellent on the microphone. And yep. if we get that opportunity to exchange words, like, I'm down because I'm passionate about this match that we can have. I'm mm -hmm. super passionate about it. I know she is too. Um, this was her match that she was supposed to complete before getting pregnant. So I think honestly that was the best for her because I would have squished her two in like two. <laughs> so, <laughs> now this, this works out because Brandy has improved a lot well, since Brandy, coming back. Yeah, since coming back care. from having a baby. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> say what you want to say and I can mm. talk as much crap because if you've noticed I love talking crap so I feel like I can say what I want and I might even use the same words she used on me since I'm such a heifer so yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm very excited for this match if this match happens like you guys are going to get like see a Jay that you haven't seen before because I'm more passionate about this match than a lot of matches like she I give it to her. She killed me when I first had my first debut. So I, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll give her that. I'll give her that. I'm a person that gives props and gives all that stuff. But now that she's back, she's got warm. She, what you said, she's gotten better. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready. I can show her better. We can. I'll give her a little bit more time. I might give her like five minutes of fame. I think honestly, mm. still being how Cody Rhodes just went out. So now. If she wants some shine, I'll give it to her. You know, I, I, I want to take it to a little bit of a, a bit of a personal topic um, that I wanted to ask you about, um, because I have a 10 year old daughter yes. and she is of the belief that Jay Cargill is like a real life superhero. She loves Jay Cargill so much. I am sorry that I am in St. Louis right now because I would have grabbed her in the room just to be like. She's here. Say hi. Uh, but talking about that and just thinking about the idea of what your presence on TV has meant to um, to a little girl I know. You've had your daughter at ringside now for a couple of your big matches. She was there to see you walk away with the crown and she was there in Washington, D.C. to see you retain the crown. Uh, what has it been like having your daughter at ringside seeing these moments transpire? And what is it like seeing other little girls look up to you 
as a as a star. And you know what's funny is I'm getting a phone call from my daughter right now. But please go ahead and answer that question. Um, it's amazing. My daughter has been here for me from day one. The first day I got in the ring, my daughter was on the outside in her stroller just watching. She was a little frightful at first. Um because she's watching her mom get beat up by these grown men. So in practice, she at first didn't like it. She right now is like a wrestling fanatic. She loves it. She she wants to get in the ring. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no um, but I want her to know everything I'm doing is for her. Being that we're on the road all the time and being that, you know, I have to dedicate a lot of my time towards what I'm doing right now because I'm taking it so serious. This is this is right now what I want to do. I'm very I'm very in tune with wrestling right now. And again, I'm learning. I haven't been here as long as everybody else. So I have to my focus has to be on a whole nother level than everybody else's right now. Um, so any anytime I can involve my daughter with anything I'm doing, I do it because I want her to know this is what I'm doing for you. I also want her to see that this is the floor to her foundation. She can do any and everything she wants to do as long as she puts her mind to it and she works hard for it. Um, as far as other little black girls and, and just other little girls in general, like I didn't come from the best background, you know? I worked hard to be where I'm at, regardless of how I look. I wear the shattered glass, for example, to show people like I break mirrors because I'm more than just a face. Like I work hard for everything I'm doing. I'm breaking glass ceilings. That's why I always wear the glass patterns because it's personal to me. I didn't just pick some gear just to pick some gear. I wanted something that meant something to me and not just me, but my family. I am thankful for my family because it's tough with me being on the road and not being there for my daughters. Mothers usually are home with their kids and taking care of the house. So now a lot of roles are reversed. My spouse stays at home with my daughter a lot. He's a retired uh, major league baseball player. So he's at home. I'm very thankful for him. My daughter understands, you know, she doesn't want me to leave half the time on the road every week. Um, so me just involving her, it's just a little small token that I can do for her to let her know I'm doing it for her. Um, I want little girls to see what I'm doing, where I've been. To, like I said, they can do whatever they want. I want them to be proud and say, you know, I'm a representation of a black woman. I'm a strong black woman. And I want them to see that and know that they can do this too. And they can be way better than me. I'm just starting. And, you know, obviously I have so much room to learn and to grow and to be, but I want these girls to be that much more better than me. The women who paved the way for me, you know, I'm thankful for these people because then I can get ahead in certain things. And now the next generation can get ahead in certain things. That's what I'm here for. That's why I'm just a stepping stone for the next generation to see what they can do in this life and that they can, I mean, look, we look at the president we just had. You can do whatever you want in this life, you know? Yeah. Like, you can do anything. If she wants to be a wrestler, you know, I'm, a, I'm like, oh, about it. But I'll be <laughs> right there with the sign, like, let's go, baby girl, let's right. do it. Um, if she wants to play tennis, which I hope she plays, I'll mm -hmm. be there embodying that as well and, and telling her, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, it, it, you know, I looked up to China growing up, but I didn't, I looked up to jazz growing up. I looked mm -hmm. up to a lot of women like that growing up and it was not that many of us. Mm -hmm. So I feel like when we're putting prominent um, positions, I want to help that person regardless to what company they're in. Like I'm cheering for you. Like right. I'm cheering for you because I want us all to win. 
And in regards if you like me or not, like be happy that one of us is chosen. Be freaking happy. Be freaking thankful. Like be thankful. Like we're we already have so much against us. We have so much against us. And and like this sport is not is is not set up for a, a lot of people. Like it's not. And you have to be mentally strong. You know, but at least at least be thankful and at least be supportive and understand the positions that we're put in and, and, and go all out. Like I said, I don't care what company you're for, I don't care what you do, but I'm gonna cheer for you and I'm gonna I'm gonna say, Hey, I love what you're doing, you're representing for us and put on. That's me. That's the type of person I am. And if you don't like me, that's fine, do your thing, but like then don't say nothing at all. Right. Don't say hey. anything at all. Like negative stuff gets more praised than positive stuff these days. And people just want to see you fail and they want to see you fall into all these rabbit holes. Mm -hmm. Like, I, it, it's what you do this situation. I'm in a position where I have to be careful about what I say. Right. What I do. I have a daughter. I have a daughter that everything is on the internet now. And I don't want her to be 14 and looking at stuff where she's embarrassed to look at. Everything I put out, I'm very careful. And I just want her to know that I'm doing it for her because... She's going to be the best thing ever. I know what regards to what she does, regardless, I'm going to be proud of my daughter and I'm going to make sure she has all the tools to be successful in life. That's great. So you talked yeah. a little bit. I, my least favorite term in the world is the forbidden door. I hate it so much. But you talked a little bit about that. Um, there's another black woman. She's great. She's amazing. She's perfect along the same lines as me? Jade Cargill. Me? Yeah? Okay. Along the same lines as Jade Cargill. Her name is <laughs> Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair versus Jade Cargill would be a super... I can't even put words together to describe this match. Money, most importantly. Money. Man. How would you feel about facing off with the great Bianca Belair? It will be great, being that Mark Henry has been the one to find both of us. Right. Mark it Henry. Right, it'll be freaking phenomenal. Um, I mean, if that ever happens, I'll be first to sign up. I don't know what happen, obviously, with everything right. politically that goes on with wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, but I would, I would love it to have another strong woman, another strong black woman in the ring with me. That's what, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make money matches and dream matches where kids, little black girls, can look at these matches and be like, you know, like damn like this is crazy like this is crazy i feel like a match like that i feel like that would be a match for the culture that would definitely be a match for the culture <laughs> say the least yeah <laughs> that would be a match for the culture because i'm sure she would put on a show like she always does and mm -hmm. i know i will put on a show always. so i mean it I, I would love it i would love it i can't say much more about it but hey it's something that i would love to do well, Jade, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us here today on Grapsity. Uh We, pretty much since Grapsity launched, have all been just the biggest Jade fans and supporters. You talk about haters, you're not going to find them on this show. I'm literally wearing a Jade Cargill shirt. Storm is coming right here under my hoodie. Like, uh, this is, <laughs> like, we, we're... We're just big fans, and, and we, we have love some things coming uh, attached mm -hmm. to Jade Cargill. Can't say a lot about it, but uh, 
Just know righteous ridge. Uh yeah, that's it. I can't say a lot okay, about okay, more okay, about okay, that. Okay. So <laughs> things are coming, things are happening. Thank Jay, you that so was a Jay, much. Jay. Jay <laughs> hey, and, and there'll be announcements coming up real, real yeah, soon yeah. about yeah. uh about some, some great music coming up. I'm teasy also. But yeah, thank you so much, Jade, for being a part of Grapsity and being right here on Grapsity. Uh ladies and gentlemen, again, it is the TBS champion. Undefeated TV. Undefeated. <laughs> 26 and yes. 0. Yes. Jade Cargill. Thank you for being here, Jade. We appreciate you. And tell your daughter keep supporting it. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being here. No problem. You guys have a great day. <laughs> you as well. All right. Ah, we had Jade Cargill right here on the show. Wow, hey, it's crazy out here. I don't even. Jay, yeah. Jay, Jay was getting them bars off, bro. She was yeah. going for it. <laughs> getting them bars I off. If y'all hate, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. She that that character that that character is really her, as you can see. Like, yes, she's really TBS. She's really all that. <laughs> hey, I want to read a couple of the super chats. Uh, it says wow. shout out to a true queen of storm, Jade TBS Cargill. Trial by fire, hateful keyboard warriors, having a family, uh, the uh, the regiment of being a wrestler, I think that's what they meant. Um, shit. I doubt I could handle a third of that. Huge respect and keep living your life. Man, and not just that. I mean, she is a black business owner. A Sam. She has a master's in psychology. Like, Sam. she she's out here, man. She's busy. Physical mm-hmm. trainer. She just, oh yeah. my God, she has so yeah. much. She's everything. Um, let's see. Graham B said, uh, every Saturday feels like the rumble with Grapsity. Thank you, Graham. Uh, and, uh, Matthew says, if Cody is at the rumble and you want a moment, he should come out of Stardust. What I didn't is see the star- you guys, stop with the Stardust thing. <laughs> no. That's over. We don't want this it. is Cody Rhodes now. Yeah. If, if Cody Rhodes did go back to WWE Crazy Pipe Dream, Stardust would not, they wouldn't even, an S would, they wouldn't even say S words around Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Rhodes, that traumatized him. You think they would bring him back to trauma? That sounds crazy. Yeah, uh, we got uh, a couple more. Uh, thank you. Uh, I love me some Sova. S-O-V-A. Uh, great interview. Take my money. Uh, and Ferthausen says, best show ever. Thank that you. That was really fun, man. Yeah, Shit, and you know. notice that was our <laughs> notice it said number one, Jay Cargill. We can't count here on the show. We actually move things in some certain order. <laughs> you know, numbers and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but couple more topics we wanted to talk about here um, because one of them was a big topic throughout the week. It was Adam Cole versus Orange Cassidy lights out match, unsanctioned match. Um, I hate to say I told you so, but last week I, I said that Orange <laughs> Cassidy was going to win that match and people were going to be big mad. I believe that was my exact word. We're big mad. Fell and then, right into your little trap. <laughs> people were big mad. Uh, the Adam Cole supporters, uh, Adam Cole fans, uh, not even fans, because they hate him now, right? Uh, they're right. like, uh, yeah. Adam Cole is done. He His career yeah, is washed. I don't know if you can call be- him fans anymore. Yeah. They, they switched. He'll never recover from this. Blah, blah, blah. Look, man. First off, <laughs> predictable. Uh, predictable in a number of ways. Orange Cassidy was going to win that match. Orange Cassidy had to win that match. That man had come up short at every single turn in this feud with Adam it Cole. It was this special. Yeah. <laughs> the feud, he had been feuding with Adam Cole now for eight weeks. And in those eight weeks, he never got over on Cole. The most best mm-hmm. friends got over was when 
um, I guess twice with Trent having pinned Bobby Fish and Trent right. pinned Nick Jackson. But right. for the most part, Orange Cassidy had that was been, Trent. <laughs> yeah, Orange Cassidy had been getting kicked in the balls, and uh, he took the the BTE trigger. He he was coming up short. He got pinned. Mm-hmm. Like he had to win at some point. Now, there is, of course, as I mentioned last week, a contingency of people who don't like Orange Cassidy or the indie type gimmicks like Orange Cassidy. Like ninety percent of the the, the AEW roster, pretty Although, much at this point. I don't consider him that anymore. Considering he has been on the indies for three years, and I don't know if you've been to an AEW show, but when kids, when I see kids, and like my daughter was one of them. My daughter uh, at the at Road Rager. Um, there's a shot during Orange Cassidy and uh, Chris Statlander's entrance when they faced uh, Butcher and Bunny that they zoom in on a little girl dressed like Orange Cassidy. That's my kid. Mm. Kids love Orange Cassidy. Yes. And so, like, I don't even see him as, like, an indie gimmick any longer no. because he's been at this now. He's been on TV for years. This is somebody who wins. This is somebody who beat Chris Jericho at... Uh, he beat him twice, by the way. This is somebody who, I think... In case people forgot, AEW has had a number of time limit draws. Um, they've had Brian and Kenny. They've had Hangman and Kenny, or Hangman and Brian. I mean, they had uh, Cody and Darby, uh, and one that people kind of forget about: Cody versus Orange Cassidy was a time limit draw. That's right. Um, that Orange Cassidy had one. It was one, two, and, and Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy had Cody beat for the TNT title. Time limit expired. Right. Right. Point being, Orange Cassidy is not somebody that hasn't been taken so seriously, I know is a word that would get picked apart because they'll be like, but he has a comedy gimmick. Mm-hmm. But he is somebody who has been seen as a threat. So him facing Adam Cole and, and, and being seen as on Adam Cole's level, to me, isn't weird. This is somebody who has been like this since AEW, uh, since AEW's inception. Right. He, so, man, he's not a <laughs> guy on IWTV anymore. He's got mainstream yeah. appeal at this point. Like mm-hmm. when you've got kids cosplaying as you, you're over at the live crowds. Oh, you're man. getting mentioned on Zarface Records. Like mm-hmm. he's got mainstream appeal now. He's he's a star. He's one of the top baby top, faces in the he's company. A top guy, top guy in AEW for sure. It's it, like he's crossed the, that level, that indie guy level that doesn't exist anymore. He's an AEW guy, if anything. He is, and like. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been on AEW's YouTube account, but you look at, if you uh, go popular uploads, number one upload is the Orange Cassidy video. It's like 23 million views. And yep. I want to say, like, of the top 20 videos on AEW's YouTube, Orange Cassidy's like... Yep. Yeah, uh, For sure. If if you sort him, like, he's in the, he's in the top um, viewed matches. Like, mm-hmm. the idea that people think that Orange Cassidy is just still some Code for the guy. Wi-Fi <laughs> so they could talk about a timeline. <laughs> uh, show me pictures of their friends. <laughs> um, <but laughs> the, best, the best punch ever. Like, <laughs> that was the best punch ever. Uh, but yeah, so this match, of course, like I said, I saw it last week. Uh, you just looked at the match happening. And I was like, let's see. Unsanctioned match. Cole is probably going to be facing Paige at Revolution. It's unsanctioned. So this basically puts Cassidy in a position to win, but a not effect. 
Cole's win loss record. So yeah, then, so therefore, they said unsanctioned. The, the writing was on the wall. Yeah, I was Adam like, okay, Cole getting pinned to the match. Ca- yeah, Cassidy wins, but or Cole to the boards for this. Yeah. Uh, this case, <laughs> and it's not even like out of the norm for AEW to have done this, right? Because right. they had Britt Baker win the uh, or lose to Thunder Rosa, mm-hmm. but at the very next pay per view, she was the challenger for the title because she didn't have the didn't loss matter. on her record. Yeah, right. didn't matter either way. Um, I had fun with the match. Like I didn't think it was as good as the ladder match in the beginning, mainly mm-hmm. because the ladder match was the ladder match, and right. I but think the Big Bang Theory effect makes a lot of Big Bang Theory. Now, yeah, yeah, now we're in a place where you want the match that's going to get the most eyes on first. Now, right? Uh, so, ooh, is Pumpkin MJF going to open? Hmm. I would maybe. <laughs> so oh, you got to start. You got to start uh, AEW in Chicago with CM Punk. I would think. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But either way, people Phil were mad the about. Road, man, are you going to be there? <laughs> I, I might have to pull up, man. I don't know, man. Um, there was a lot of anger over this one, though, and uh, I, I wanted to talk about this for a couple of reasons. Phil brought up just the best point, uh, and I almost don't want to steal it from him. I, I, I need him to say it, but uh, I will give you the setup. I will tee it up for you, and you can knock it down. But there is a point people have been making a lot where they say, you know, Adam Cole came in around the same time as Brian Danielson and CM Punk. But, you know, he doesn't feel like he's on the same level as Brian Danielson and CM Punk. Yeah, guys. He's neither of those guys. He ain't <laughs> Punk or, or Brian. And I love Adam Cole, but Punk is up here somewhere. His star power is different. Brian is one of his... The greatest, the greatest wrestler in the world. Like he's, it's just not the same. Um, right. And I do think that to even say that he is taking a downgrade as a star, guys, yeah. he main evented that show. He, um, he comes out and he gets the loudest pop in most of the shows that he's on. Um, he's not treated like any less of a star. But Rampage to compare, is his show. But to compare him to, <laughs> to Punk, who came in straight away and got millions of views on his debut, no, it's different. We, yeah. watched, we watched Cole on backstage when Punk debuted tell, tell everybody that he's a Punk fan. That's the difference here. Like, no, he's not going to be treated like Punk because Punk is Punk. Like, come on now. <laughs> I mean, we still have to acknowledge the fact that Cole... And this isn't the downplay Cole. Cole is about to main event revolution. Cole yeah. is, as, as Reg just said, Rampage is kind of his show. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that I feel like he's had the most Rampage matches and, like, he opens the show, they bring him out, crowd does the boom. Like, you know yeah. he is somebody who is going to energize a crowd when he comes out. At the same time, this is also the guy who, he jumped from NXT. He didn't come over from having main event at WrestleMania like mm-hmm. Brian. He, right. he wasn't a guy who was... Uh, a CM Punk level star and had, you know, arenas chanting his name when he left. Like, Brian and Punk are exceptional guys. Punk's on another, I, you know, Brian I, I, like, isn't even on Punk's level for talking about levels. You know? I mean, yes. there, there's Punk absolutely. Is, we're we're Punk talking is somewhere else, man. We're talking about one guy who has headlined WrestleMania twice, mm-hmm. and you're talking about he hasn't come in on that level because he's right. not on that level. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, and I mean, and that's not a knock at Cole, but he's no. just not. And I mean, I thought it said it all when um, Kyle was on Talk Is Jericho, I think, and he was saying, you know, when he was watching it from afar, you know, one of the big benefits of coming there and seeing how Bobby and Cole are treated, and they are coming out to essentially a takeover crowd every week. 
that's the difference in what he was doing on NXT. And I Mm -hmm. think people are missing that. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah. um, I I don't know. I feel like uh, like I get it. Uh, I can see, at least from a practical standpoint, Mm -hmm. that essentially I personally wouldn't want to see my number one contender lose going into a pay-per-view. Right. That part I can agree with. Mm-hmm. But if you are down on simply who he lost to, that's crazy. AEW is yeah. not even the show for you at that point. Um, <laughs> I, like, exactly. I, I, Seriously, that's that's what I'm going to say. That if mm-hmm. your issue isn't that he lost, period, but that he lost to Orange Cassidy, mm-hmm. again, Orange Cassidy is going to be around a long time. Like Orange, if you speaking think, of people hating Orange Cassidy, another person in this match kind of along the same lines that just debuted. Hey. The <laughs> old Denhausen got Dan from under Housen. the ring. I think people are going to feel exactly the same way that they feel about Orange Cassidy about Danhausen. Now that all run, they're all going to be connecting these things, so it's going to be a lot. Now that all depends because Orange Cassidy was a guy that when AEW first launched, he generated a lot of laughs, right? Mm-hmm. But I think it was honestly the match with Pac that like changed a lot of the perception and narrative around Orange Cassidy. That all of a sudden it was like, oh, wait a minute. This isn't just like a gimmick. This isn't just something for laughs. That when it's bell time, he goes. He and so I don't um, know if Danhausen's like, the same. I don't know if Danhausen has yeah, that. I right. hope that. I hope, so. I hope that's the case. Um, but that's not really his shtick. Like, even when, like, in his matches, he doesn't get, like, pumped up to the super mm-hmm. intense wrestler guy. He, like, goes comedy one, well, full, full but, 100, you know? But so did yeah. Orange Cassidy in a lot of ways. Like, you know, I, I, I saw Orange Cassidy at a number of indie shows where, um, and granted, yeah, Orange Cassidy was also performing as, um, as Fire Ant back in uh, Chikara as well. But either way, <laughs> Orange Cassidy had the, uh, he had been performing, you know, at a, at a comedy level uh, mm-hmm. at indie shows. Anytime I saw him, he got all the laughs, right? But really, like I said, it was, when it came time to turn it on, he turned it on. And I feel like that got people to come around on Orange Cassidy a lot. Yeah. I wonder if, and I want to commend this particular match for that fact, that Orange Cassidy, the first thing he did was he broke the sunglasses. And he... That's his character. I, I get that people don't get the humor, because I've seen people tweet this several mm-hmm. times. I don't get the joke. His entire character is he is unmotivated. When he right. gets out there, he does the little kicks. It's because he's unmotivated. But when he is motivated, he puts on banger matches. That's his whole character. And, right. but, and I liked that in this particular story, he was not in the mood for sloth style stuff at all. Like that was like the moment the bell rang. He like, a fight. Yeah, it was a mm-hmm. fight, and he was in intense mode. I actually mm-hmm. liked it. But yeah, as far as Danhausen is concerned, I don't know. Um, I know yeah. there are people who are concerned, and but you know what? He got a reaction and almost, almost a million views already. On yeah, and he's not going to be main eventing Rampage. Like he's not going to be like the guy. Just like yeah. there's a place for everybody in these things, man. And Dan he's Housen. over, man. Like every time PWI, every time Fightful, like the comments are filled with Danhausen fans. Like where's Danhausen? Like he mm-hmm. has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of fans. More than guys that have been signed before him have. Like he he has a nice little space in the wrestling scene that is going to benefit from being an AEW. It's going to benefit everybody. So if you don't get it, it's not really for you to get. I see that a lot this week. Like I don't get it. Like every, you don't have to get every single 
thing that happens on wrestling shows. There's a lot of stuff that I don't get that I don't like, but like it's not for me. I just wait till the thing that yeah. I like happens. And, and, not- and, and AEW is is particularly that, right? Because right. AEW is not necessarily a show where things in the show really string together. Mm-hmm. Um, that it is a a segment based show where like you you see a segment. You see a segment, you see a segment, you see a segment, and they don't necessarily all string together in right. a sense. So it's like it is almost the the ultimate variety show in the fact that you are going to see some things you may like, some mm-hmm. things you don't, um, or you may like everything you see. Yeah, or you may when the like gun, everything you when the gun club comes out, I'm out. I'm O U T. I'm I'm zoned. I'm checked out. You, you don't check and in I for love, their their theme music. No their theme way. music is actually dope. And I love AEW, but I'm I can't I don't I can't I don't like when they did that finishing thing last night on Rampage with the Jurassic Express. I was like, oh god, we have to see the gun club uh-huh. in a match. Uh, oh, I'll say this though because I tweeted last night. Uh, I think Jurassic Express is low key having a great tag they title are. run, and the way they're doing it is just tag defenses. Yeah, it's just because I think they're going to have because sh- my theory is that they're going to have a fairly short run. I think mm-hmm. they may even lose it a revolution. The competition is just there's too many great tag teams in AEW, honestly, which is but if they are going to if they are going to lose at revolution, then for now, just give them a banger title run. And the mm-hmm. way you do that is just defense after defense after defense after defense. It, where well, it's well, like Washington, okay. who are they going to lose to is the question. There's options, right? Because you could there's go so with, many options. You could go I, with powerful. I, Mm-hmm. I want it to be the claimed, honestly. The claimed, the claim has been working pretty hard. Yeah, they've been working pretty hard. They got options, and there are places Red they Dragons can go. There now, Red, they have. Yeah. they have so many. Uh, so I don't know, but uh, I will say that because, like, also they kind of reinvigorated FTR over the last six months. Yeah, like, they did. There are places. The black, it, yep. They, yeah, it's it's tough out there in the tag <laughs> it's division. Tough, right, but Private like I party, said, de- uh, top Darius. flight. Yeah, I'll say Darius is going to come back soon for Top Flight. Like, yo. So what I want to see Jurassic crazy. Express continue to do is just continue to run through the uh, the list of mm. uh, run through the top five. Just keep um, doing keep this on Rampage. Five. Yeah, keep doing it. Yeah. Dynamite Rampage. Just keep mm. doing the title defenses until it's time to lose them. Uh, right. And I think even if it's a sh- probably the shortest run of the tag titles that have that's ever been had, at the very least. Jurassic Express could be remembered as a team that held the belts and just banged through opponents. And uh, I like it so far already because I thought the match with uh, the Dark Order was great. I thought Private Party, I got to see traces of the Private Party that I fell in love with three years ago. I was was really um, surprised how excited I was to see the Red Rope again. And them come (laughs) out and they had a great match. Look, I think Private Party is essentially going to turn face at some point. They have and to. they're going to be a great um, mm-hmm. face tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They uh, planted anyway, seeds a long time ago when they beat the Young Bucks. Like, those seeds are still planted for them to excel yeah. with. So, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, let's read some Super Chats again. Monique says, can't believe you guys got to interview the president of TBS, King Shit. I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> says, that interview, smiling in awe, crying, been a Jade fan since I started watching AEW. You, Grapsity, bring the stars The out. Humper Chats. Have we seen the Humper Chats? That's the thing. They're, they're probably stacked. I don't know. How uh, no, I, can't, I can't get to the Humper Chats here mm-hmm. at my hotel. I am so sorry uh, mm-hmm. about the, the Humper Chats. Um, we're gonna and have to do another not, Rhapsody. I know. I, I, I feel like you something. know. I, I feel like we could uh, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And 
Uh, Julian says, first super chat ever. This is for the inspirational Jade. Love what you guys are doing here. Uh, uh, Joel saying he sent you a DM with the doc. Oh. Joel Pearl. From cool. Pearl. Um, you know Pearl. what? Yeah, so that just, just shut off my, my camera. <laughs> um, trying to Wolves pull those in up. the wonky, the Wi-Fi, hotel Wi-Fi. No, it's because I'm using my... I'm doing the show off my iPad, right? So it's I can't because do... because of the, the arches. They fuck... I heard yeah. the arches, the St. Louis arches, they fuck with Wi-Fi. But no, I, I did... Somebody, you're right, though. I, something about the thing going up or Okay, so or I have to pull these up on my mobile uh and we will <laughs> shout out to will's new show dad because he is a dad and sometimes his dad things come out yeah right so <laughs> yeah i i will be hosting day after yes. dynamite dad uh mm-hmm. but let's open this um we are going to uh joel i just requested access because you didn't give me access to it uh but <laughs> so as soon as i have that access i will open up the the humper chat through those okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, Adrian says, if you end up in a gimmick match against the best friends, it's game over. That is a, that's a big point to bring up. Anytime there's a gimmick match, best friends are going to win it. That's their specialty. Uh, but they have had uh, some great gimmick matches, man. They have. They have. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, really great uh, to see Trent back, too, because he just looks awesome and he's cool. Best Trent. friends, we didn't talk about them as the tag team, too. That's another tag team. They are, Even they within are their little y- unit, they could have two or three little tag teams, so. Mm-hmm. It's dude, the tag team division. I, I was saying a couple of weeks ago on Twitter that it might be time to have a tag team tournament. With yeah, all these tag it's teams definitely time. It's stacked. Alexander says, Gun has grown on me. Uh, they're still geeks, but they've gotten better at implementing their characters in the story of their matches. Still green, though. Um, I, did, I didn't want to see Billy Gunn in 1998, and I don't want to see him in 2022. <laughs> God, this is Billy. Yeah, this is Bob, but my name's Billy. <laughs> it doesn't matter yes. what your name is. He oh my God! There, okay, that was so messed up. The Rock just destroyed. He didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Derek is right here. All I'm gonna say is that Andrade Darby oh, segment was yeah. gold. Andrade is hilarious. Look, man, Andrade not understanding. That Darby doesn't work for Sting <laughs> is the funniest like, goddamn mom, shit. Pat, <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like I thought it was already hilarious with the Tony Schiavone <laughs> segment where, uh, you know, he's like, you know, where is his the little boy who works for Sting? And he's like, <laughs> hilarious. He's like, he's like, he doesn't work for Sting, and he's like, how you know? I was like, That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. How you know, we I, don't know. Like, I have had so much that segment last night of Darby basically giving the like big impassioned response of like I lived in my car you know uh and I'm not scared of guys like you and Andrade just like okay this isn't working we need to find your boss I need to talk to the real boss here no <laughs> yeah, this, that was this hilarious. is like you can see um you don't need any subtitles you don't need a translator you no. don't need anything just let Andrade all he needs is like three sentences and he's gonna knock it out of the park honestly that's like, exactly I, what he's I been thought doing somebody here. had that promo with cody that was where i mm-hmm. first noticed i was like you know what keep it short and sweet and i think andrade actually delivers on the mic and i think this darby oh. stuff uh because i think it's clear he's probably gonna face darby at yeah. um at revolution mm-hmm. that's gonna be a dope match by the way uh I, i'm here for it Where's um, your boss is so funny yeah. though man he was just clowning <laughs> so I, I do have Humper Chats. Humper uh, chat. We've Humper got chat. Re- Wrestle Voice. It says, donation is just for you guys. 
being real for the culture. You guys share how you grind. You support our culture and just not draw from it conveniently. Uh, you are what we as a culture need to be for each other. Y'all keep eating and I will hey, be man. there supporting. I really appreciate that, bro. Yeah, I really appreciate that. that too. And and um, today was guess, really for the culture. Jade Cargill, like this. Jade was Cargill, like, yo, come on, man. Uh, and crazy. I was, and you know what? Shout out to Chris Mueller, uh, the doctor. Shout out to Chris, yeah. Chris uh, actually set that interview up, mm-hmm. um, and uh, did that just really. Uh, he didn't have to do that, and he did that for us. And hey, I really man. appreciate that, Chris Mueller, uh, Bleach Report. Hey, man, you guys might not know this. I don't know if I told this story on this podcast, but I wouldn't be at Bleach Report if it was not for Chris. So, you know, I am all the time saying eternally grateful to Chris. He's he's done us so many solids. Appreciate that. Yeah. Shout out to Chris, no, Chris. man. He's, he's helping Chris. the Grab City boys out hugely. We appreciate um, you. Dennis Dirty Work says people need to deprogram themselves uh, um, of the mainstream idea that comedy characters are jokes in and of themselves. Yes. Big differences between the ways WWE and AEW present character and ring work. Love the show, guys. Big love. Um, but here's the thing. Like, Kenny, like their like champion it. does comedy. Like, Kenny Omega, well, the former champion, Kenny Omega does comedy wrestling. Like, their main guys, their top guys do comedy, and it's not presented as their big dorks. It's present- I mean, right. people think they're big dorks when they do it, I but mean, they're not presenting yeah, I, it as their big dorks doing I, it. I just don't like the selectiveness of it because right. when you really boil it down to what because the new day is doing comedy like uh, what's I mean, you know l- let's yeah. even keep it current though rk bro um, rk bro like, this like, is a comedy act yeah it's a comedy we just act. had a fucking uh spelling bee on, yeah like, come so, on yeah you know, i mean like, i mean when you look at the rock what the rock is known for he's known for the catchphrase and all the stuff mm-hmm. it's yeah. a comedy act his yeah. hottest moments as yeah. as heel hollywood rock that people love it's a comedy um, act they got the laughs <laughs> hey <laughs> so I Even a lot my... of what Stone Cold did, a lot of what John Cena did, like a lot of this was comedy. The Dougonomic stuff, it's the same it's thing. Comedy. It's meant to be mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. So last couple of things because I just happened to catch my battery percentage and it oh, just shit. hit me with the, the, the 10. So I'll read a couple Dang. more things. Uh, Irene says, comedy acts like OC and Danhausen make some fans feel ashamed of watching and betrayed because AEW is supposed to be serious wrestling for them. I don't remember they them ever saying that, by the way. No, no yeah. wrestling is serious, guys. No, That's the thing nothing. here. No it's wrestling, wrestling is serious. <laughs> it's wrestling. It's two, and at the end of the day, it's two people in their underwear fighting in a ring so. with a, in the middle of a big thing. Come on. Ryan says, uh, just want to say you guys rule. I had you on while I shoveled snow and you provided needed entertainment. Big stars get big interviews. Thank you so much, Ryan. That's what some would say. Kyrian. Kyrian says, why are you so crazy? Uh, Andrade killed me with that. Uh, and uh, Math- uh, Matthew says, um, I'll codify my pitch. Uh, he comes out at Stardust, <laughs> then dramatically washes it off with the sink that comes up with his entrance. Also, second neck tattoo. Boom. That's how you codify it up. Perfect. Uh, So, last thing. This is actually the number two topic. So, we are going to talk about why we're here. The Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. St. Louis, baby! Mm -hmm. We got Seth Rollins going one-on-one with Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship. Seth Rollins has Roman Reigns' number in title matches. Yep. And he he kind of cooked my man in that promo segment last cooked night. Him. I like what uh, I like what Seth Rollins has been doing cuz he's kind of taken Roman out of the element that he's been in for this entire run. He's gotten Roman off of being the super confident world champion to being like, "Wait, wait a second. This guy, what? He's he's like playing played the mind games correctly 
for the character of Roman Reigns. So it's going to be super interesting to see what they do. I, Rollins I, has a good chance, man. Rollins he has does. a good chance. I actually I think, think he's going to win. I think yeah, he is. I think so too. I, now I, we I think could, Rollins could all have we could all have egg on our face. Um, Bobby it Lashley, is Roman, not I, because <laughs> yeah. I told you guys. <laughs> yeah. So Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Okay, look. I have concerns um, in that I feel like uh, I have I have not liked the way Bobby has come off here in no, the way that Brock has been dismissing him. Yes. Um, the only way I could they feel made bro- good, uh, bro- Bobby into a fanboy. Like Brock's the like, only way, me, little fanboy. The only way I could be good with this is if Bobby wins. wins. But otherwise, the fact that Brock's like, Bobby who? Like, if this match goes short and Brock wins and he's been saying all this shit to Bobby Lashley, I have concern. And he did it in a cowboy hat this week, which, like, look, if you're not black, this probably doesn't mean as much to you. But when you see guys in cowboy hats who have said negative shit to you and practically have like, if you've ever had somebody in a cowboy hat say the word boy to you, like, it makes you feel a certain way, right? And so, like... Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yo, the truth like, is the truth. Shout out so to like, Matt Hardy. I don't know the way it, 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 wasn't, it does have a tone to it, like he's talking yeah. down to Bobby. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, I wasn't liking any of that, and I feel like if it, it, it reminds me a lot, it's not quite the he's same. Like, Earn right? your spot, boy. Yeah, and, and it just it was rubbing me the wrong way, and I feel like if Bobby loses on top of that, it's a bad look. If. Um, because he's losing. Bobby's yeah, definitely I losing. Know, right? yeah. <laughs> I, will, I will bet my house on Bobby Lashley getting his shoulders pinned to the mat today. I, w- I would love percent. to be pleasantly surprised, but I don't see it happening. Um, but I also, I've been kind of brewing in my brain that both of these guys lose their championships today. Mm-hmm. So, really? I, yeah, I, don't, cool I don't know why, but I can see it. Both of them, both of them going out. So, and also, we've got... Uh, so women's rumble, we gave our predictions. I said, uh, I think we all said Rousey, right? Rousey. Yeah. Uh, if she's in it, um, if she doesn't show, I mean, I hope the answer is Bianca. I hope the answer because that story still has to be answered for. Of like, uh, if we just move on and Bianca doesn't get her one-on-one match with Becky Lynch and it's starting to feel like she's not going to, um, then and that story, um... that story's climax point was SummerSlam. Um, right, right. I in the same vein, I feel like if the only thing we're going to with the Naomi Omi stuff is to just beat her clean in a random TV match, what was the point of months of that? Like that's got to build up to some pay per view feud. If if she's not winning a rumble or at least getting a title match out of this or something, that feels very pointless. Yeah, so I I don't know. I, I say if Rousey's not in it, Bianca, but I also don't see Rousey getting eliminated. So and they're still looming, uh, Bailey. Ba- yeah, uh, looming. No one really knows anything on what's going. I on could with see her, Bailey so. maybe not winning the Rumble, but coming back and winning like whatever other number one contender thing they do for Charlotte. My, my yeah. prediction for Bailey, elimination if she's, chamber. If she's in it, is she is not going to win, but she's going to eliminate Nate Lita. Charlotte. Oh, Lita. Oh, and oh that's going to set up the match Bailey for WrestleMania. Yeah, we hey, all like that. That's good. We all like that a lot. And then we also have uh, Do Drop versus Becky Lynch. I mean, Becky Lynch wins yeah, that, yeah, uh, but it could be good. I think it'll. Hey, I'm happy th- for Do Drop. Like, yeah, shout is, out to Do Drop. She earned this. She's she's fantastic. I can't um, believe she still has that awful name, but shout out to her. Hey, man, she's she's great. She's extremely positive. Really, really good wrestler. 
Great. think this is a great spot for her. I, I think if nothing else, the match is going to be good, hopefully. Um, so, oh, yeah. my other uh, Dark Horse pick was Lacey Evans because they like the blonde women. They love them blonde women. <laughs> they love them oh, blonde man. women. Oh, man. Hey, it's the Royal Rumble, though. It's tonight. Um, it's exciting. It's, it is, this is one of the most exciting events of the year. I always have fun with the Royal Rumble. This is another year where I'm going to have fun with the Royal Rumble. Um, I want to give a big, big shout out to our guest, Jade Cargill, for being here on Grapsity. Thank you again, Jade Cargill. Uh, I, I can't say enough great things about just having talked to Jade Cargill. We did that. We had the, <laughs> we had the TBS championship on this show. Do you understand that right there in that bottom corner right over there Man. where that Grab City logo is right now? She was right had, next to me. She was. She was right, right, hey, right there. Hey, before I switched them, because when she first came on, it was backwards. She was even in that box. I'm saying. <laughs> Man, I... Damn, I, she is I, fine. She I, <laughs> She's fine. She's confident. She is just... I. I Lucky man, man, lucky man, her husband. Jeez, man. So great. I made the joke that you know it looked like the, I. I thought the coolest thing about her being her is it made it felt like she was fresh off the win, like she had Spirit the title win yeah. belt on. Yep. She had the title shirt on. Wow. I was like, this is dope. She brought the belt, y'all. She we brought are the out belt. here. Come on, yay. We had the TBS so championship on Grapsity. and uh, she gave it up too. She's trying to fight Brandy. She's trying to fight. She she is ready for the smoke. I loved it. It was perfect. I so good. So happy. Folks, thank you for being here for this edition of Grapsity. Hey, if you're in St. Louis, hit us up uh, because I'm going to be around. Phil's around. Uh, Reg is going to be watching at home. I'll be watching, yeah. Tweet <laughs> yeah. Me. Oh, yes. boy. But yeah, holler at us because um, I have a feeling like I'm trying to go get something to eat. All I ate before this was uh, airline peanuts, so I am um, ready to get some actual food. That brother is starving. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So, Phil, if you were down to go get lunch, like, right now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can eat. <laughs> I can eat. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got to fill up after what we just did, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, so let, let's let's go grab something to eat. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Grap City Live from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Will Washington. Uh, and actually, you know what? Let me make sure that I got through every super chat. Um, just a couple more. R. Dickinson says Jade was excellent on the pod, but uh, she, she's she needs to do more. Okay. Uh, Myron says, uh, "Who you guys got for Iron Man slash women and surprise NXT entrant for both Rumbles?" Um, surprise um, NXT for the men. I'm guessing Gunther for women. I'm guessing Io Shirai or Dakota. Yeah, and I could see Charlotte because she's ridiculous doing the Iron Woman thing and not yeah. winning. Yep, and Chris says, this was an awesome episode, fellas. I'll be at the Rumble as well. Hope to see y'all there. Thank you, Chris. Rumble, baby. thank you for being a part of Grapsity today. I'm Will Washington, Phil Lindsay, for Righteous Reg. We will see you next time. Have a great afternoon. Peace. Peace, peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.